0: and ninja robots this is horseplay live today's march 23rd and this is episode 171 of horseplay tentatively titled why is everyone slamming on andromeda and that andromeda of course is mass effect andromeda and i uh, i'm of course uh, your bald bear lizard host yogizilla we have uh, a skeleton crew tonight for now at least until people start falling in but uh, we're gonna do what we do on this show, which is discussing all things geeky. Whether it's gaming, food, rants—you know—we we do we get into all of it, and uh, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting. We got a lot of a lot of stuff to cover, and hopefully, we'll uh get back to our unicorn poopies, uh, wrapping up that series. <coughs> War Child Mark 4 in the house. What's up, bro? Can you hear me? Yeah, it sounds like you have an airplane in the background. It sounds like Tuka. Is that Tuka pretending to be War Child? No, this is War Child calling directly
1: from the war vehicle. AKA
0: my car. Oh my lord.
1: Like from the war ride. The war ride.
0: Ah, yeah, I. Sounds bad. My car is bad. I'm
1: sorry. I know. I know. I'm sorry. But anyway, I'm folks, doing everything I can to make the show. Doing everything I can. I feel you. I feel you.
0: Well, uh, just so you know, folks. The reason we call this horseplay live is because we do do the sh- the show live. It should be obvious the name, right? We do the show live at Twitch.tv for says Geeky Antics. For now, there's a lot of talk, a lot of murmuring about everyone wanting to move over to Beam. You know, I think people need to do that for the right reasons. You know, building, rebuilding from scratch is a lot of work. But if you're big Xbox gamers, you know, Beam makes sense because it's all integrated seamlessly. So that might be something we'll we'll consider in the future. We will see. At the least, at the very least, maybe we'll use that for our Xbox uh, streaming. Why do I? Why am I off center here? That's gonna bother me. Hold on. Yeah. There we go. That's much better. I had to just the webcam a little bit. But, uh, yeah, we're on Twitch TV 4. Geeky Antics every Thursday at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific, 4 a.m. GMT, and you fill in the blanks for everything else. Uh, earlier in the day, at 5 p.m. Eastern, we have Horseplay Replay. Sorry, it's a bit of a tongue twister. And that's when we play uh last week's episode of Horseplay Live as a rerun. So it's not Horseplay Live, it's just, just Horseplay, Horseplay Replay. It's a rerun. That's over at allgames.com. Make sure you uh, tune in. We appreciate it so we can get uh, back up to the top 10. We haven't been in the top 10 for a couple of weeks. We fell off. We used to be in the top 5 every week, pretty much. But, you know, I can get it. It's an extra step. People don't even use web pages anymore. It's like, that's a weird thing. It's like, no, do they have a mobile app? I feel like they a mobile app. Possibly people are not doing your thing. So, huh? we'll to get on that.
1: Mobile app is good, mobile apps are great. We'll get back to the top soon.
0: <laughs> um, what else? I guess we might as well just jump into it. Uh, our IRL segments kind of catch up what everyone's week been has been like, but it's just me and you, War Childs. So I guess we'll, instead of talking about how our weeks have been, just kind of talk about what's on the top of our heads. And, you know, we did a episode of Warbound Radio, episode 3.2. It feel like you've been doing it longer than that. 3.2? but. Um, huh? It feels like you've been doing it longer than that But yeah. Um Officially
1: I, I put 3.2 Because there was that Black Ops Episode we filmed Or uh, recorded that uh, Didn't really record Yeah, Hence the
0: uh, 3.2 Yes uh, but Had a lot of good conversations uh, Deep on Game aliens Re- and Predator Re- and all this Re- stuff Re- And sci-fi Yeah, And it's lost in the ether of the internet, got really deep on the... Don't you have the Twitch video? Did it record stream to Twitch? Oh yeah, Twitch. It, it,
1: well, it didn't record the the first episode, uh, the original episode three. It um it was streaming, but it, it never recorded. I didn't have it set to archive because no,
0: uh, dude, you know you could download. No, this was the last one. The one we did.
1: The one we did last.
0: Wait, what? <laughs> We have a bit of a No, I'm telling you, it, it, it never it never recorded on Twitch. No, 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 no. It oh. never recorded on Twitch. No, no, no. Did it stream, though? Do you have the, the, the archive on Twitch? That, that's what I'm saying. Whenever we streamed it first, the
1: first episode we streamed, it never uh, archived. Because I, I forgot to set the... Because, uh, number one, it was on uh, Warbound Radio Twitch, um, the channel I started uh, for Warbound Radio. And Why? I didn't have it set right,
0: because Why it was a friendly that? channel. Why would you set up more than one Twitch channel? Are you trying to give us more work? You're crazy, man. Yeah, because now uh, Twitch, by default, does not save your past broadcast. What an asinine system. Because I just say, you could just rip the audio straight from that. But, hard lessons learned. Everything on! So okay. Hello? Dude, you're killing me, bro. You're, you're, you're so lagged right now. It's like you're like five seconds behind what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm like, sorry. It's like these stupid
1: back, these stupid Georgia backwater um, highways. I'm on like 285 right now, trying to get home. And
0: yeah, you're like uh, you're clearly driving through some uh, dead zones because I can hear it when you like temporarily lose connection. Crazy.
1: I didn't. I didn't want to let the gang die. I didn't want to let it down.
0: Well, Beard's not here. that I'm bum. even
1: through this like
0: 56k connection. I'm trying to make it work. Mm. Yeah, I tell you, everything's so data intensive now. If you have, if you have a cell phone provider that throttles connections, they say, "Oh, it, it, it throttles it to 3G." No, it throttles it to 2G, and 2G is pretty much unusable. You can't even stream yeah. podcasts at that at that rate because all the streaming technology assumes you have a really good connection. Um, the only one that I found is actually pretty reliable in streaming is actually Stitcher because they use crazy compression and we. Uh, I try to encourage all our podcast hosts to stick to 64k because um, 96k is, is the difference isn't that big, but it, the file size is different and anything beyond 96k is is uh, overkill for for uh, spoken word. If you're doing live music, then you might have to bump it up a little bit. 96K is basically CD, CD audio quality. 128 is more crisp, but man, that file size will kill you. And you got to think about it. Some people still download podcasts, so... That is true. Yeah, but... So. What can you do? So, um... Last has been going on in the Geekosphere. Uh, a few games dropped. <laughs> Notably, as far as I'm concerned, uh, Mass Effect Andromeda... And The Surge. Um, the, the Surge is not the game I thought I was. it was. I was thinking about another game they showed at E3 that was more horror. But The Surge looks promising either way. Um, before we get into the Mass Effect Andromeda first impressions, I really want Beard here. Because his prediction was that it was going to be a stinker. Um, also, yeah. if you love the retro scene, chances are you probably listen to the Retronauts podcast. And they are now on a new network, so the only way you can listen to their news episodes is by going through their network's podcast app or through iTunes, but the third party podcasts don't work. Oh, you can use uh, Beyond Pod, you just can't use the other syndication services like Stitcher. Anyone that basically mirrors the feed rather than just using the native feed won't, won't pick up the podcast anymore because they, they signed some kind of exclusivity deal with this network. Um mm. but one of the last episodes they had really got me thinking. Did I mention oh yeah, did I mention the TV shows that, that have been out, particularly Iron Fist? So like a uh, Iron Fist and uh what
1: else? They're working on a Punisher, I know. I think they're saying that's going to drop maybe maybe September. And uh when I was trying to find that information out as well, there was a uh, rumor that there was going to be a
0: Jessica Jones season 2 coming uh yes. soon as well. I can't wait. We'll we'll circle back I to can. that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm in a minority, I actually really like Jessica Jones. We'll, we'll circle back to that. But back to Retronauts, um, they did a really good episode on Activision. And this ties into what we were d- discussing on the Unicorn Poopies a couple of weeks ago with how the developer and publisher scene for video games has really changed. The whole notion of um, mid tier you know kind of third party developer doesn't really exist anymore like it's well it's still around but it's hard to put your finger on it because now what you have is game studios that are either indie or they they tread a very thin line or they're, or they're more like contractors like they just contract out the work um and then of course the, the undeniable ones the, the the big publishers the big uh, developers exclusive yeah
1: like it, it's funny because uh Bungie became, they splintered off and the main one for Microsoft became 343 and, uh, uh, was it Black Tusk Studios became the Coalition which is underneath Microsoft's rule, because Gears of War is an Xbox exclusive, just like, uh, Halo's Xbox exclusive. I guarantee you, uh, wait, uh, is Iron Galaxy kind of, a uh, exclusive to Xbox? I don't know, because...
0: I'm not sure about Iron Galaxy, the, uh, but I know Twisted Pixel was, at least, and Rare... Another one. People also forget. Mass Effect used to be an Xbox exclusive. Yeah, that was kind of a big deal, man.
1: Yeah,
0: I think Dragon Age might
1: have been the same too. Uh, I could be
0: wrong. No, Dragon Age Origins started on came out on PC first, if I'm not mistaken, and then they had a console port. It might be released at the same time, but Uh, for some reason, Origins was better received on PC. It felt more distinctly PC. Dragon Age Two. As much people complain about it, that's re- really where it got optimized for console gameplay. Um, <laughs> you know, speaking of Dragon Age, I've been playing Dragon Age Inquisition, and that game is fantastic. Hopefully, we'll we'll come back to that. I, I want to share my adventures in Dragon Age Inquisition. <laughs> I still I remember last night. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, oh. shit! <laughs> Dude, <'cause> the dragon <laughs> came out of nowhere. Like I saw some like leaves just like uh, some. I heard some rustling and then I saw some leaves floating around and then next thing you know I saw this big shower look up freaking huge dragon flies right over my head and it starts burning this like town in front of me I'm like yeah I'm gonna turn back I'm not ready for this right now
1: see but that's what makes it funny because you saw all of that meanwhile I'm like so Yogi what do you think about this holy shit
0: holy shit I'm like oh okay well (laughs) I guess it's shit then thank you Yogi It was was, good talking with you. It was really good timing that's why I don't play games while podcasting. My focus is split, and then stuff like that. See, I guess I, I guess I was different because I think I'm like
1: I'm a two sided gamer. It's like sometimes I'll I'll get into it once I'm around a group of people, but like if it's just me or if I'm super focused, I'll stay quiet. But, But I can still have a conversation. It's funny.
0: Hmm, it's debatable, but I'll give you a point.
1: (laughs) You know, come on, look, whenever I first started on a horseplay live, you had no idea I was playing games.
0: At times, because sometimes you lose place in the conversation, and it'll be like a brief bit of dead air. Trust me, when I I do the post-production, I kill like 30 to 40 minutes worth of dead air, like at times, it's crazy. (laughs) you know you you multitask better than most but the reality is you know when you multitask just by nature you don't really fully engage with whatever you're doing you do everything decently you you should see me at work you should see me at work
1: (laughs) like oh my god he
0: just grew a third arm like yep that's me You know You're juggling stuff But like There's certain things That you have to focus With on 100% You know You know Multitasking Is just The way it works Inherently You're not like Putting in 100% You might put in 90% People think they put in 100% But they don't You know what I mean? Mm. It's the people that think they can multitask and drive, even though statistically the odds are against them, because statistically about 1% of the human population can actually multitask and drive and and be safe. Uh, So, you know, you people that love to mess with your radios and put on makeup and drink some beverages while you're driving, you know, whatever kind of stuff you're doing, stop it, focus on the road. Thank you.
1: You know, the makeup's not even that bad anymore. It's, um... Like funny thing. Okay, I was home. coming home. Yes. That's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm doing a damn good job at it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was about to get to. <laughs> like, no lie. About 20 minutes ago, as soon as I got off of work, you know, as soon as you get off of work, you're like, yeah, I'm going home. <laughs> Try to do that. In the lane. This gold beat up Honda driving like 10 miles per hour. Speed limit is 45 miles per hour. I'm like doing one of these. <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm like going, I'm stopping, I'm going, I'm stopping. Trying to, And then I'm like, what the hell is going on? So, after about the 10th time of doing that, I'm like, nope, let me get around this person. Get around the person. And the crazy thing is, the way they, they make these cell phones nowadays, it might as well have been like an HD TV in their lap because lo and behold, they were looking at their cell phone, texting. <laughs> yep. That is the one thing I hate about. This is one thing I hate seeing people do as they drive, is text
0: yep i mean they they put your cell phone on your lap on your leg in between your legs on your center console and all you need is one little bump you hit the brakes too hard or you you heard a hit a curve too sharp then that thing flies and then it goes under one of your pedals and fill in the blanks it's not a good recipe well you don't
2: just use a gopro attachment and put it right on your steering wheel
0: what well, I mean, you know, if, if you have a low amount for it, that's the smart way to do it, but still, even then, your attention's split. That's the point. And, and hello, Beard and Hat, just in time.
2: My attention's always split. Well, so that means
0: beard! you don't want to split it further. <laughs> so we're just talking about some retro stuff, RetroNauts Podcast. Get back to that. We we're talking about how you know we've been thinking about how the, the, the scene has changed for publishers and game studios, and people forget, Activision has very humble beginnings And it's really hard, even for me, like growing up and seeing them develop. Like, how did they get so big? Like, at what point? What was it? And it's really hard to pinpoint it to one single thing, uh, whether it's the Call of Duty. Tony Hawk
2: Pro Skater.
0: Tony Hawk definitely helped. Yeah, but it wasn't definitely. But it wasn't a single thing. It was like several things over time that finally helped them out. You know,
2: it was. Here's what it is. It was Tony Hawk and it was Guitar Hero. From there, oh
3: yeah, it
2: exploded. Those but were the two. Did. those Those were the two that really cemented them at the peak. And then they started cranking out the Call of Duties because those started to hit. Did uh,
1: Activision and Acclaim have
4: anything
0: to
2: do with each other? No, but they mm, had a no. they had a similar flavor. Like they were
0: ver- It's very easy to confuse them. Like I used to always see people, com- and I did it at times. I would confuse. Activision data East and acclaim because they had similar kind of properties you know similar kind of vibe yeah they did a lot of arcade style games you know and the thing is when Activision so this, this is a quick the quick history for those that don't know Activision actually started as a a group of people that were pissed off at Atari and w- moved on to do their own thing and there's some really there were some really big names early on on uh, Activision one of the things that really helped them out is that they had uh, a CEO that that ha- that had the financial ability to float them while they took risks. So they were really the f- one of the first third party developers for console. When and when the Atari twenty six hundred was just churning, out Atari themselves they were kind of churning out crap. Activision started putting out some more quality products. Um, and one of the big reasons that they, they went out to do their own thing is because at the time, you know, if you were lucky as a developer, you made $30,000. Now, hold your horses. And people are like, $30,000, that is nothing. But $30,000 back then is the equivalent of maybe 80, 90K today. So they weren't making, sh- it wasn't really shit. But companies were making money hand over fist. Like, they were making way more than what they were paying their employees. So the big wigs were just getting all of those profits right because you know video games was actually booming it was doing really well the novelty of it really uh, caught on with people um and so they were like well we should get royalties and Atari was like no and so they went and did their own thing and Atari tried to fight back by trying to sue them like they said, oh you're using uh programming techniques that uh, we developed well no this is my progr- programming technique and you can't own a technique you, you know you can't patent that unless you have a specific process that's unique to your brand, and you know you. you or your name that. is Will I Am.
1: The what? Or your name is Will I Am for the uh, from the Black Eyed Peas. Oh my god!
0: <laughs> Random. <laughs>
1: patent everything. Yeah, you saying. saying he patents everything.
0: People do do that, but I mean, a lot of those patented, patents, they might get approved, but they don't won't necessarily hold up in court because it's hard to prove some of these things, you know. Some are easier than others, you know, but... It was just interesting how Activision started off with these humble beginnings, and now they're kind of known as one of the asshole companies in video games, you know? Like, anything that's sort of the Activision, you're like, yeah, they're they're, they're freaking penny-pitching, they're they're nickel-and-diming everybody. But, uh, you know, you gotta give them props. Activision paved the way for other third-party developers, and they also kind of started the achievement system in you know, a trophy system as we know it today because they had this thing where if you hit certain uh, milestones or scores in their games and you took a picture of the screen, you know, with like a Polaroid or camera and sent them uh, the photo, you know, and they had guidelines how to do it. Don't use a flash blah, 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 right? And you sent them that proof, they would send you a patch. You know, like an iron-on patch type of thing. And that was your achievement. Fun fact. Cool.
2: I would like that to come back.
0: Yeah, I think so, too.
2: I'd like to have little platinum badges.
0: Dude, how tits would that be? Like, to have actual patches you could put on a book bag or a hoodie that you like? Like, especially... Uh, oh,
2: I'd have a full-on, like, leather jacket covered in nerdy shit. Oh, man, it'd be great.
0: Dude, like, whoever... And I bet you someone's gonna listen to this, and they're gonna say, you know, that's a great idea. Like it's it's not a really hard thing to execute. Like make achievement ba- patches. A third party could do it. Of course, once the third party comes in, I bet you these these publishers will come in. And say, hey, we need to get a cut. That's those are our achievements. I know. Well, you a dick, think you didn't think of it first. So we'll cut you uh, some of the revenue. That's it. <laughs> or we'll just stop selling your patches. How about that? <laughs> But it's, exactly There's something there man uh, But you know th- This is the world we live in uh, Pack-ins And physical stuff They're not bothered with it Because they want pure profit But I think There's a great opportunity there What a great way it'd be To really Build loyalty And get people talking About your games everywhere Like Oh I recognize that page. That's from the Blah 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 achievement That only 1% of the gamers Worldwide have And automatically Make a
2: you oh, you better believe you I will have my mag platinum trophy, in the middle of my chest like I'm fucking Iron Man with it. <laughs> it's only a thousand. Yeah, of but, us. but the sad thing Come is, get not, some. <laughs> in order to even fi-
1: or if you have that Gears of War achievement, um, the one where you have to kill like God, what is it called? Serious, uh, Serious two and, and so on and so forth. Because it's in every single Gears of War game. Yeah, I think it's like a hundred percent completion or something. I can't remember, but there's only a certain amount of people that have that. Mm. Am I going?
0: On? No, no. I, I'm but trying you, to think. You know a achievement you're uh, you're talking about. Yeah, I stopped serious, achievement hunting serious. a long time ago, but you know they, that'd be a need. Seriously, company. if there was some more third party support for achievements and have ways to show it off, then it could be something there. There might be something there. There might, there might still be opportunity there. But I think Tuka's trying to get in here, so let me pull him in. Tuka, make sure your window's rolled up. Fire alarm's off. Are you ready? Is your body ready? No? Okay. He'll probably jump in <laughs> when he's ready.
4: Yeah, I'm ready. I'm here. I'm here. Oh, there you go.
0: We were just talking about uh, the humble beginnings of Activision and how uh, the game industry has, has changed so much. I mean it's just fascinating like who the big players used to be like atari used to be huge and another thing people don't give c- atari credit for is that a lot of what apple is can be attributed to, to atari especially if, like the, from a cultural perspective atari used to be very like progressive and like chill like it was an awesome company to work for like i used to say that was the, like the google of their time and a lot of people that went on to work for apple started an atari like we owe so much to Atari, but now, nowadays no one gives Atari respect, and I think a big part of it is because Warner Brothers tainted Atari when they acquired them. It's a shame. Warner Brothers. Yeah, so... when your company
2: when your company kind of falls apart, not even part of your own doing, you you lose the respect of your name.
0: Ah know, and it's yeah, such, no, such a great, such a great, this a great, brand, great like brand that, like that, an iconic that. logo, and. uh... Ah, but Warner Brothers, man, they, they just don't get the video game industry. I'm, I'm convinced of that. But what are you saying? Two they tried, they tried, they tried. I'll,
4: uh, <laughs> I'll say that um, ET kind of destroyed Atari. That they completely rushed that, and but they was pressured by, you know, what was the Warner Brothers that did ET? Uh, I
0: forget the. I think that was the first party game, but,
2: but yeah, ET but...
0: didn't. Didn't single handedly kill Atari. It was a series of no, unfortunate
2: events. I'm saying that we're talking about. I thought ET nearly cratered the entire video game industry before yeah, Nintendo.
4: That's what I'm saying. Like that put yeah. Like before then, they did um, ET. Um, before ET, um, Atari was on a downward spiral. But ET totally just would like nuked it. It was like the megaton. Of um, all fuck ups Like I mean mean,
0: The big problem was Not so much E.T. E.T. was the final straw That broke the camel's back But What people forget is Atari 2600 games When the market got flooded With games Like first of all There wasn't the Logistics capabilities we have now Where There's a A supply That matches the demand So a lot of times There would be Over Production And not enough demand So, you you know, that's one of the things that happened with E.T. Um, And that's something now that publishers are good about handling. That's one of the main reasons you go with a publisher rather than just self-distributing. So you can get that as close to -to one-to-one ratio as possible. You know, so you don't have all these thousands upon thousands of copies just in a landfill somewhere. But once the third parties came in, the market got flooded with games. But the, the video game... Crash was mainly a U.S. thing. In the U.K., they they had a whole different experience. You ask someone in the U.K., what do they think about the you know the video game Crash circa 1983, and they'd be like, "What? <laughs> it didn't happen for them." But it was with us. The market got so flooded, and then the demand never caught up. I mean, I remember going to stores and finding bins filled with tons, a shit ton of video games, brand new, a dollar a piece even back then that was a steal
2: I remember that I, I remember the later on effects of that oh yeah that yeah. it, it didn't recover until the 90s
0: yeah,
4: yeah after yeah. Nintendo pretty much um, that's when the video game market started recovering because they, um, Nintendo more so market it as the entertainment system versus having like a video uh, video game arcade in your house. They played it smart with just marketing. That's what Nintendo was doing. was really smart with their marketing.
0: See, ironically yeah. though, the NES had more shovelware than the Atari 2600. Cause by then there were so many third party developers. There was a shit ton of, of throwaway titles on the NES. But like you said, by the, at that point they positioned it in a manner where people were more willing to jump in. They focused it more as a toy rather than this elusive entertainment system. Even though they called it an entertainment system, they 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 always had made sure retailers placed it in the toy department where it would get the best uh, exposure. Whereas the Atari Twenty Six Hundred was more seen as an appliance, a consumer electronic. You know, they didn't know what to do with it. Oh, let's place it next to uh, VHS players. Uh, let's place it next to the refrigerators. I mean, the retailers had no idea. It was brand new to them. You know, by then they they learned, and and NES you know came in, and Nintendo was able to take advantage. Um, they were a big reason it succeeded but a lot of it was timing everybody else fucked up you know ColecoVision Intellivision you know all these other precursors came in and paved the way and then Nintendo came in and went yoink
4: (laughs) yeah they was they was real smart about it in my opinion there's um where a lot of of good information on that is if um if you look on Netflix for those listening there's uh there's one documentary called it's a real good documentary about like the evolution of video games.
0: What's it called? Um, Are you talking about Ready Player One?
4: No, no. It's, it's just called Video Games. Okay, that's, no, you that's cut what off. it's called on
0: that. You cut off, that's why. he's like, oh. It's a really good documentary called... <laughs> like, oh, yeah, it's a good <laughs> one. I've heard
4: of that one. <laughs> I know, it. um, it's, it's a documentary called Video Games. It's like got the evolution of video games from back when it started, all the way back to when they did um, Space Wars on on the like the first visual computer all the way oh yeah up oh, until yeah. like i think that came out um 2015 that uh netflix uh, documentary came out so it's it's really it's a really good watch
0: now a lot of people give props to the commodore 64 and it definitely has its place the commodore 64 was the first affordable microcomputer and and it was awesome but, as much as I'm not an Apple guy, I gotta give credit to the Apple II. Even though Steve Jobs, I think, t- went still went to his grave, insisting d- that I was a commercial failure. Um, but, <laughs> I'm not gonna get into that. But, uh, the Apple II came out in 77, and Apple st- st- you know, stood by it till like, 93. They, c- they kept supporting it. Even though, by then, it was like, super outdated. But, people were still putting out software for it and everything, and... There's a nice Didn't home they just thing. put out
2: Portal for it? Oh,
0: that was all kinds like, of
2: didn't, stuff. No, Portal just came out for the Apple II. Like, someone just finished making Portal for the Apple II. Oh, recently. I thought
0: you said porno. Portal? No. Well, that's a whole different thing.
4: Portal. No, well, I heard that. No, it, I don't know, know for sure. Not, you know, your mind is
0: <laughs> Well, I mean, I was just, I was just thinking because it was funny as porno on the uh, Apple II. It was like pixelated porno. It was like, what is that? I think it's a nipple. Ooh, that's hot. I can see it. Portal. I think I remember... We have had this conversation before. This is about an Apple II version of Portal, the Cake Acquisition Simulator, released 2007. Oh, so that wasn't... That actually was a while back.
2: Oh, okay. I thought it was recent. I thought I saw something recent about a Portal being ported to some old-ass system.
0: Well, some I, guy I wrote article, heard about that. In January about it. What was that, Tuka?
4: I was saying, I think I, I heard about um, Portal being ported to some, some low res system. Or like... Um, Something low Liz. Uh, I think I know what y'all talking about.
2: Yeah, yeah, back in uh, back in January, January twelfth of yep. this year. I see it now.
0: Oh my god, that's cool.
2: 2 on the Apple 2.
0: complete with the remade Still Alive theme song. Oh, that's great. I mean, you gotta have that. That's insane.
2: That's insane, but it's beautiful. You know there's what, no, man? there's no reason for it. There's no reason for that to exist at all.
0: It looks like it could be really fun, like. Those old games still hold up really well, as far as I'm concerned.
2: You don't have to be a that's why there's so many. That's why there's so many new games that look just like the old games. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah. yeah. Why Axiom Verge exists.
0: Mm, that's a great game. Uh, because, you know, these, was...
2: because these big companies don't seem to realize this is what we want.
0: I think also what happens when you're not so caught up with the graphics and sound design, you get to focus on the gameplay experience. You know, that's the way it should be. I think any good game, the focus should be on the gameplay. Is it fun to play? Is there replay value? Alright, great. Then build around that. I mean, i rather have shit graphics and a fun game than have the game that looks great and then it's like, the, the, the object of this game is to carry a square and, and and pray while you carry it, okay? And then... No, that's it. What? You pray yeah, but then your, there's and your god.
2: And <laughs> there's games like Ico oh, that pretty much just what you described.
0: <laughs> yeah, those are some
2: people And that are. game's a classic.
0: Yeah? Classic is a very subjective term, too.
2: <laughs> Not with Ico. Uh, Ico seems to be pretty uh, unanimous.
0: Yeah, yeah. University. I'm a little
2: disappointed that The Last Guardian didn't live up to that.
0: Well, Last Guardian suffered from Duke Nukem Forever Syndrome. It's not a bad game, it's just about five years too late.
2: Yeah, The Last Guardian would have been better had it come out when it was supposed to on the PS3, and we would have been able to accept those janky-ass controls. Yeah. Yeah. That is definitely I mean, the, game plays, the game plays exactly like Shadow of the Colossus, which is a problem Twelve years later,
4: <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, imagine, if, the 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 game, imagine if a AAA ass. studio came out with a tank control game today, like OG Resident Dude. Evil or Tomb Raider. Oof.
2: I wouldn't play it. It won't, it won't fly.
4: So I don't know. I mean, that's what um some some AAA developers are trying to go that uh, retro route and still coming out with uh a de- like somewhat decently reviewed games.
2: Well, yeah, but they're not using the classic control systems in the way they were utilized then, because we've gotten better at making games the way that they control. Looks and aesthetic are subjective.
0: Yeah, and not to mention... Actually playing it
2: and interacting with it isn't.
0: Not to mention the the reason that the original Resident Evil was so challenging is because you had to wrestle with the controls. Once you mastered the controls, it was much easier, but half the time you zigged when you should have zagged and you stutter step and you're like, oh no, I got myself stuck in the corner. Okay. Okay. Turn turn, fifteen degrees degrees to the right. right. right, Run forward. No, no, that's backward. Oh, I'm dead.
4: (laughs) Yeah, it was the worst. It was like Not only in Resident Evil was you dealing with the the controls, you dealing with the camera as well. Some of those camera angles on Resident Evil, especially Resident Evil 3, oh my god. Running from freaking images was so annoying. I didn't even finish that game. I beat 2 the three man nemesis is got on my nerves all out here stars and then he shoots a rocket at you and then i had to hurry up like i literally hurry up and had to go through a door i'm in the middle of doing a goddamn puzzle trying to find the night piece and the next thing you know stars he's busting through the wall shooting rockets at you i'm like fuck
0: so i gotta say i would like to see that mechanic come back and more fleshed out like a mechanic where there's an uh like imagine if you have a uh, play a game where a bounty hunter or multiple bounty hunters are, are constantly chasing after you and it's not scripted it's timed so if you take too long you linger too long in a certain area all of a sudden you get jumped oh my god like a constant okay. fire there, lit behind you those
4: those two games like that um the one where they brought back the the whole nemesis thing where, you know, somebody was after you constantly was Resident Evil. The new Resident Evil um, 7 with the Baker family or whatever their, their name was. I forgot the name. But <clears throat> they constantly was coming after you. You can be in the middle of doing it. The only place you would say was in the save room, period. And then um, one that they jumped you in was Left for Dead. Left for Dead 1 and 2 by far had one of the best, um, what the what they call the, the system, the director, let you sit there and because I've done this.
0: Oh, I yeah. yeah.
4: I was lingering, and I was like, okay, let me go search for something, try to figure out. Then next thing you know, a whole shitload of zombies start coming at you. Yeah. And then they'll sit. Yeah. If you sit there and linger for longer, and you have it on the higher difficulty, they'll send a tank after you, they'll start sending a whole bunch of special infected after you. And don't even get me started if you're playing Versus, like online, where... Yeah. Four of y'all are, um, the humans, and four of y'all are, uh, get switched out between the infected and trying to stop them from getting to the, to the checkpoint. Man, that was, they, they, they did a real good job. That's why people so much are looking forward to a Left 4 Dead 3, but, you know, Valve. Yeah, they're not gonna come come out with
2: anything. Valve doesn't need to make, Valve doesn't need to make video games anymore. No, they don't.
0: And they can't count they to can't three, count so
4: three. no, they can't. <laughs> a, what comes after one? This is how like, what Valve. Two? What comes after two? Uh, this is how
0: Valve counts. They're like one, a two, one billion dollars. <laughs> like what? Like, huh? Okay, I guess. <laughs> um. So the the. No, you don't watch too much V-Beard, but I'm going to just ask anyway, have you watched Iron Fist at all?
2: No, but from what I've heard, the critics are being a little unfair to it.
4: Yes, I've heard the same thing. I've watched um, the first six episodes for myself, and I get it. It starts out super duper slow. It does. But for the most part, like one of, the, one of the controversies that really pissed me off was them talking about whitewashing. Oh where, my God! Where the hell is whitewashing in there? Danny Rand in the comics is white. So they're they That's where... like, he needs to be oriental. No, not oriental. He's not. He's not an oriental character anywhere in Marvel Comics. He was always a white guy. So, they did right by making him, being played by a white guy. Like, look.
2: I think the best part about... of that, the best part of that argument I heard, though, was someone turned it around and it was like, so only Asian people are allowed to know Kung Fu? That's a little racist.
4: Oh my god, that was like I'm like yeah, like I I I get the whole like what not this year but last year they were talking about the Oscars white watching off like that what where they talking about you know even with um Avatar you know how they did Avatar the last Airbender the mo- actual movie like but when I can see them going by the script by what like the past is but this, there is no indication whatsoever in that entire in all of Iron Fizz that I have seen to where you can say there's whitewashing. Like, sh- give credit what is do. I don't know what the critics are talking about, even in the 18 on Rotten Tomatoes, yeah. in like a 20-something on Metacritic or something like that. It's a, it, like, it, it, it's ridiculous. It's not it's that like bad. Garbage,
2: garbage virtual, virtue signaling, and it's just mm-hmm. them pretending to be as modern and progressive as they can be while not actually paying attention to the actual source material
4: exactly that's the one thing i don't like about critics but like, a lot of them don't know the source material now when it comes like when it comes to comic books uh movies and stuff like that they don't know the source material so they can't really give in my opinion a real valid opinion on those subjects like come on now
0: also, it's worth noting that there's a huge divide between the critics and the audience scores on Rotten Tomato. You have the scores range from 80 to 90 on the most part for the audience, and the average Tomato meter is 18%, which tells you that the critics are completely out of touch.
2: So, well, look at uh, look at look at the Ghostbusters reboot. Look at that on Rotten Tomatoes, and tell me that there isn't something completely wrong with the reviewers. Let's see what they put on there, Ghostbusters. I want these. I mean, by all accounts, that wasn't that wasn't a good movie. Yeah. they never should have rebooted. It
0: had that movie if had they, no soul. Yeah, see, the, the critics gave it a seventy three percent. The audience gave it fifty three percent. But at least those those scores are that's a little, a little more bit closer visible. than it was. Yeah, that,
2: that's gotten closer since the uh, DVD review. So all the people who were on the fence that didn't go see it rented it and were like, eh, "That was." better than seeing it in theaters.
4: Yeah, I heard it was, um, I, I didn't see it. I heard it was only mediocre. I mean, that's, that's, like you said, there's a, like, between reviewers and actual people buying the game and playing it or uh, watching the movie, stuff like that, or, the, like, for instance, Iron Fist, there's always such a huge divide. Like, to me, Iron Fist may be ranked around, like, Thor 2, or my, maybe Iron Man 3. Like, Somewhere around there to where it was okay, but it was not something that you go like, oh man, I gotta go see. It. Like, no, nah, it's like, okay, that's, I mean, it was decent. Like, so, like, from what I've seen so far with Iron Fist, it's, it's decent. It's gonna set up to the defenders, and that's all they thought about. From, and in my opinion, watching it, is they're setting up for the defenders. That's all.
2: Yeah, isn't that the, that was the whole point?
4: Yeah. Yeah, they achieved their point, 100%, that they, they, they I did. I still 100%. wish.
2: I wish they did Moon Knight instead of Iron Fist. I think that would have been cooler, but... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah,
4: yeah.
0: That would have been cool. Was,
2: but I like uh, Luke Cage.
0: Was Cloak and Dagger part of that, that scene, weren't they?
2: Later on, I think. I don't think they cool. were in the first run of the Defenders. Yeah. That could and be I, wrong.
0: And I mean, the original, original Defenders, which I think most people forgot about, was Doctor Strange, Hulk, and... um. Who's the third guy? Oh, Namor, the submariner. But
4: then Aquaman, uh, two. <laughs> they are yeah, reserving them for um you know for um um what is it uh
2: Age of Ultron. Infinity War. <laughs> yeah, Infinity War.
4: <laughs> yeah, Infinity War. Those, are, which, Those which,
2: are the big names.
4: Which I found out, you know they they just started filming, and I live I literally live like down the street from their studios. Oh, are they doing it in Atlanta or Georgia? Yeah, that's, that's where they did um, Civil War and that's where the and that's where they did um, what other one that they did because that's where the Marvel one of the Marvel studios are is in Atlanta. So yeah. Nice.
0: Yeah, That's they've been, and a lot of uh, people are filming out here now because uh, the tax breaks are are massive. So, folks, if you're in event management or uh, you have stagehand crew experience, uh, this might be a good place to relocate. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> a lot of people are coming out here to film. I mean, Walking Dead is right in our backyard.
4: Oh yeah, they had um, I had when I was um, had a couple of passengers. Uh, what was it? a couple of days ago, they was asking where some of the places that they uh, filmed The Walking Dead at. I was like, you know what? I don't know. (laughs) Sonoya.
0: Sonoya. That's the main place. Oh,
4: okay. No, there was like one of the restaurants and stuff like that, because they have some attractions, Walking Dead's attractions here.
0: Dude, Sonoya is like surrounded by woodland. It's like all green all around, and then it's like a small like downtown kind of area, like old town kind of set up, like with Little shops, boutique type of things, dude. It's it's a cool little place. It's like a little like like safe haven type of town. It's it's crazy. You gotta check it out, man. Definitely worth visiting. But just keep in mind, like you gotta make that a day trip because like after five, everything shuts down.
4: (laughs) Dang, after five? That's crazy. Yeah,
0: yeah. They have a nice little coffee shop there. Uh, The gift shop is cool. A lot of cool things, man. It's, it's it's a nice little town. And you can tell, like, the income from The Walking Dead, uh, they've been investing in the town. Like, everything's clean, and, like, all the storefronts, the facades are, like, immaculate. It's crazy, dude. <laughs> they have their own kind of uh, version of the Hollywood Walk, too. Like, all the stars and stuff. Because they filmed uh, scenes from Footloose there and a bunch of other movies. I just can't think of them right now. A little fun fact. So cool. little fun fact. There you go. <laughs> um, so yeah, you know, I don't want to get too deep on it because I was hoping Warchild would be here. We we kind of talked about it on Warbound Radio, but I personally like Iron Fist. Like, okay, Daredevil, universally beloved. That's probably number one for everyone. Jessica Jones. I get why people don't like it because she's an antihero. It's very dark. It's a lot of uh, melodrama it's a different kind of story and they, you know the pe- most people just want the action and that's not really Jessica Jones all right so fine but iron fist to me is better than luke cage cuz even though i loved luke cage and the urban setting is something i've related to luke cage outside of his little catchphrase sweet christmas and uh every now and then remembering to crack a smile he had no emotional range and i I found him kinda boring. I know that's his character, but like I didn't feel invested in him. It was like alright, cool. Right, cool. He got a yeah, impenetrable, yeah. Skin. impenetrable skin. And then he got to bang some hot girls. Cool story, bro. <laughs> I was
2: waiting that's, for um, That's him in the comics though.
0: Yeah. I know. I was saying and, and I never liked him in the comics either, like you're like, oh, okay, cool.
2: I think um, he had a great then, um, he had a great couple story arcs in uh Post Civil War, the first time around, when they was the new, when they were the new Avengers.
0: Oh yeah, like I just don't feel he's a strong enough character by himself. But when he has great supporting cast around him, like Jessica Jones, you know, uh, other heroes, uh, of course, Hadi Makati, uh Rosario Dawson, then we're talking. Um, I'm
4: waiting for um to see him in Iron Fist because they were the. He, well, you know, that he was Hire, hired. That was yeah. a big thing with Luke Cage and Iron Fist. Them being standalone is like, oh, okay, yeah, they're, they're decent, but their strength in the comics came from them being on the Defenders and them being together and them being support, especially when Civil War came out. You know, that that's where you really saw them shine. And my opinion, that's just my opinion. So.
0: No, when, when they team up, that'll be interesting. I just don't think Luke Cage is interesting enough on his own. And um, that show, like, there just weren't good enough villains in there. Like, it's just, kind of was cool, but what's he going to do? Uh, smooth talking and play the piano to death? All right, yeah, no, it's just it just felt like an unfair confrontation. So, he's a cool character, but... Then, then Shades, alright? Look, and this is... No one can to say, oh, you're just being racist. Look, Shades is supposed to be like the Puerto Rican guy, right? And I found him dumb. Like, oh, he's got Shades on. So they call him Shades and he just hangs in the back. He's so mysterious. And he amounted to nothing. Like, oh, but he's mysterious because he's kind of manipulating everything in the background. Like, you don't really know where his loyalties lie. They never did anything with that. Like...
4: Yeah, they didn't.
0: Luke Cage, like... I'm surprised that didn't get slammed. Like, this is v- fundamental issues with the writing on that. But yeah. we forgave it because it gave the minorities a lot more representation, and he kicked ass. And, I like, so, you know, it was such a visceral experience, but there wasn't really substance. Now, Iron Fist has a lot of substance. It's actually fleshing out... That the Netflix side of the Marvel universe—it's setting up the Defenders. They're bringing back and tying together other characters. Like madame Gao is in there, and I always find her interesting. They finally explain a lot more about her, and you learn more about the Hand, and there's there's references to Daredevil and and all this other shit. And I'm like, dude, it's all coming together. Like I I just see like what people are seeing in Iron Fist. They're like, oh, well, you know. Uh, White guy knows kung fu. Well, um, kung fu isn't an uh, a- actual fighting style. Kung fu quite literally just means martial arts. You know, it's not a specific style. Sorry to brush your bubble. So that's not necessarily yeah, you can't learn kung fu if you're not Chinese. Like you can't learn martial arts if you're not Chinese. There's so many different kind of martial arts. Do you, you not understand
2: what martial arts are? Okay, go fuck it. You're, go you're not allowed. You're not allowed to use logic here. Stop it.
0: Yeah, no, you're, not, you're not allowed, you're not allowed to, to defend yourself unless you're Chinese. <laughs> nope. Uh, and, uh, I don't know. The, I mean, the only thing I give people is there is kind of this recurring thing where he loses his temper and then he rushes into, like, really dumb fights. Um,
2: Isn't I that mean, every superhero origin story? I
0: mean, yeah. I mean, yep. yeah that's That's it. I mean... I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying, like, if I have really have to look for something, that's the one thing. Uh, oh, and the fact that the Iron Fist is the defender of Kung Lung. Obviously, he had a, t- a-, a teacher, multiple teachers, right? So why the fuck aren't they defending Kung Lung in his absence? Like, they kind of addressed that towards the end... But that was something that made it hard for me to suspend my disbelief. Is like, really? This is the one guy defending heaven, basically.
3: Mm. Okay.
1: Because he's the supreme fist, you know. I guess because at the end of the day, um, maybe the others weren't quote unquote worthy or something in order to gain the title of Iron Fist. And um, you know, like we were talking about uh, yesterday, Iron Fist, uh, his friend Davos is actually the Steel Phoenix. In a uh, different universe, which is similar to the Iron Fish, just in a different, um, one of the different heavenly cities.
0: I mean, I get all that, but just logically, like, all right, uh, it's like putting one person on watch on watch guard's duties. Like, all right, you're going to be in the watchtower, defend this, this amazing place with all the treasure and, and, and beautiful women of the world. Good luck. Think, uh, no, I guess you- it's about like what are We'll be
1: masturbating. I guess it's about like um, <laughs> <laughs> it's about like uh, Doctor Strange because you know Doctor Strange is the Sorcerer Supreme. Uh, granted, you are going to have other sorcerers involved in um, the storyline, but their "quote unquote" leader will be Doctor Strange, the Sorcerer Supreme. You know, you got it's basically like a chess game. You've got the pawns, you've got your other pieces like the rooks, you've got the knights. So on and so forth, but at the end of the day, the main one that's going to be important that's going to lead them to lead them or protect them is going to be the Iron Fist. So that's just how I look at it.
0: I mean, I don't like your logic. Stop it. This is the thing,
4: like,
0: every single. Like right, okay.
4: I was going to say, like, uh, the, another analogy you can put it in, is like on um Naruto, you know, how they have, like, the Hokage. Like he's supposed to be the most powerful ninja, and he protects the village. But you still have all those other ninjas that are close to being as powerful as him, helping to defend. Now, I don't know why. Um, I haven't watched all of Iron Fist, to, and I only know if, uh snippets of the backstory. But I get it when Watch Out saying like, as far as um, as far as like the Iron Fist is, you know, the, the defender of um, Kung Lao, but then you still have those. Other ones that are just as powerful, but they just haven't achieved that level, just like Doctor Strange too, as well.
1: Because um, the Iron Fist is the part of the Immortal Weapons um, that are represented by different cities. The Immortal Weapons basically represent different cities and protect different cities. So, like I said, Steel Phoenix is one of them, and I think there's at least five.
0: I, I mean, again, I get that. I mean, this is a problem that a lot of superhero stories have. And, like, most superhero stories and, like, epic storytelling formats, like, you know, anime does a lot. It's always, like, the one, you know, like the Jet Li movie. Like, oh, that's the one. Like, this is one guy in all of the universe that will save everyone. Like, that seems very unlikely, right? But, okay, (laughs) whatever, I'll buy it. But they usually do a good job of making you buy into it. But here... You know, clearly he doesn't have, he has his flaws. Clearly he, someone taught him how to fight, and they're still alive. It just doesn't make logical sense. Like, okay, that's his assigned role, but they didn't make me believe it. Like, oh, oh, hey, well, no one's standing guard, so I guess we'll just sit back and take it up the ass. Even though we taught him how to fight, and we could probably defend this as well. Uh, I don't know. It, that's the only thing I have to say. Like, they could have done a better job build, making up. Like in Naruto, everybody does their part. Yeah, you have the Hokage who provides the leadership and everything, but everyone pulls their weight. Like they don't just sit back and say, "Well, well, he's the Iron Fist, so let him do the work because that's his job." Again, if yeah, he doesn't like, do his I, job, we'll just sit back and get killed.
4: <laughs> yeah, I see. I, I see what you're saying. Like those other people that train them should be strong enough to protect them. The, the, the Kung Lao but just like um, like you were saying like in Naruto or like in anything for that matter like think about somebody that trains you and then you end up surpassing it like um, Naruto end up surpassing Jiraiya in strength because even though Jiraiya taught him he was he then became stronger than Jiraiya and he became stronger than Kankashi and all the others but yet those people trained him doesn't take away from their strength but it just is a testament to that person's strength. Now, just um, um, Danny Rand, he has a, a lot to grow, especially in his temperament and stuff like that. But it doesn't take away from like his fighting ability, like him achieving the level of Iron Fist. He probably had the ability to achieve that level. The other ones didn't have that ability, but they brought him and nurtured him to become that strong, basically.
0: Yeah, I
1: feel you. And plus. He was trained by a guy nicknamed the Thunderer. I mean, yeah, I think it'll be. I think it'll be okay.
0: I mean, that's my own. And again, that's just my only complaint if I had to nitpick. But I really didn't have any problems with the pacing or anything. I really enjoyed it. Like I binge watched it in a few sittings, which is you know something I don't normally do, but. When I had trouble sleeping. I said, fuck it, I'll watch Iron Fist, and then that made my sleeping even worse, because I was like, I don't want to go to sleep now.
1: <laughs> that's how I was, was with Sons of Anarchy. It's like, I'm sitting here, I'm watching, and I'm like, wow. I'm gonna look up, and, like, I'm binge-watching many hours before work, down
2: to, like, minutes before work, so. Man, I had to watch that thing weekly. <sighs> you got to just skip over the shitty seasons. Ooh, seasons. Private. Mm. So private.
0: <laughs> I still wonder if I should go back to that show.
2: Yes, all right. It's really good. It ended off. It ended. It ended on a very satisfying note.
1: Yeah, okay. that's good to know. It was a lot better yeah. than uh, the ending of Dexter.
0: <laughs> let that get into that discussion. Mm. <laughs>
1: right,
0: so one more thing, and we haven't even gotten to our news. We're just roundtabling it tonight, but um, we, it's we the have future. Talk, we have to talk about it, guys. And I know, Beard, you be foaming at the mouth. So, Mass Effect Andromeda. Right. Who has gotten to play it, and who has seen it in action?
2: I've seen it in action. I'm not going to buy it.
0: Okay, so Brace you stand
2: yourself. by. Beard's, Our are coming.
0: Beard stands by his feelings, Dan. Is that is that correct?
2: Yeah, not touching it.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh,
4: I have researched it while the video's on it. Yet to play it. I do want to play it. It does seem like, I feel like people are being overly too harsh. Sorry, dude. <laughs> overly too harsh on the game. Hmm.
0: Probably the same people that don't like Iron Fist. <laughs> I'm kidding.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'll give Iron Fist a chance. I, I just haven't watched it yet. I'm pretty sure the critics are being a little too rough on that, but That's Andromeda does fun. not look like it's worth my money.
0: Okay, we'll, we'll we'll come back to you, Beard. I want to see what you think about it. And uh, War Child, what are your initial impressions? Because you got to play the the trial, right?
1: Actually, I didn't because I didn't have EA earlier or the EA access.
0: Oh, so. poop on the stick. Yeah. From what sorry. you from what you've seen, are you hopeful or scared?
1: Uh, dude, after I saw the the you know the uh the female writer. Um, crab walk down the uh, stairs and then <laughs> and then there is like the whole <laughs> what else happened I mean just some of the stuff that I see even the facial expressions and, and then like even the, um, the romance options they just feel kind of weird because it's like hey kiss me yes kiss me okay thank you it's like okay this is not the mass effect I grew
2: up with
0: well, it's, no, they address, It's like a romance
2: written by 12-year-olds. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Give me touch your boobies. Yay!
1: I mean, for God's sakes, it's like your your romance option is like a Turian, some random butch-looking chick, and, like, just whatever, whatever's left. It's just, no, no. Well,
0: no. the creative team did go they d- went through all the common uh, complaints and concerns and did uh, address all of them the biggest one being what you call the creeper faces oh, they that. explained <laughs> it that the, the, this expedition crew that was sent out you know it went through cryosleep sleep for hundreds of years to go to a remote al- galaxy and repopulate right so you and mean to tell me
1: they're saying that because of the cryo sleep everybody ended up with bell's palsy or something
0: Well, yeah, that's what happened. The the cryopods they have gave everybody Butterface.
2: That's fucking bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Agreed. That is bullshit. That is (laughs) them trying to gloss over (laughs) the fact that they fucked up hiring a subpar animator to animate those faces. Mm -hmm. They took reasonably attractive people as their models. And oh, God. ruined it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> get a Beard. This is get where up. you know, Beard. Like, grap- he's a graphic designer. He's like, oh, hell no. I'm not letting that joke slide. No. Nope.
2: Oh, nope. man. That shit goes nowhere. Get <laughs> Beard. Mm-hmm. Oh, get him. Up,
3: beard. <laughs> get him beard. <laughs> <laughs> I think What's we just up? had the show man. right there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, oh, man. Oh, my God. No, I, I, I gotta admit, so like, the, the thing about it that, that's off-putting but, is but that it, they don't know if they want to give everybody Disney faces or realistic faces, because they got huge eyes and, like, features that are only realistic in a cartoon character and work with cartoon characters, but then they're trying to make them ultra-realistic, and it's creepy as fuck. And yes, the... Uh, Sarah Ryder or whoever the female writer is, is uh, her face gets takes some getting used to, and uh, and like herpes, you learn to live with it. But it's not mm, a deal breaker. I'm for sorry, me.
1: she she's far from butterface. She's got like margin face. Margin yeah, it's a, face.
2: A, it's, it's absolutely a deal breaker. By buying the game, you are encouraging AAA publishers to put out shittier games. Well, and you're telling them this is acceptable.
0: I didn't have a problem. It shouldn't be. I didn't have a problem with any of the other faces, really. Like the, the other ones were fr- like the um, the one. I guess what everybody's calling her the Butch girl. She's kind of cute, actually. And she looks like she could like slap you up a little bit and be kinky. Like, okay, all right, baby, I like, I like it. Get it rough. Mm-hmm.
1: Look, I'll, I'll put it to you like yeah. this: they're about to, they're about to make me go back to No Man's Sky.
0: Oh, oh. stop, stop! Oh. No, it is not that serious.
1: Because I mean. You know, it's almost the same.
0: No, no,
1: this, no. it's not that close. No, almost. No, this substance no, not in your game. game. Come on.
4: I don't know it long. might sound like that, blasphemy,
1: but I mean, you know, that is,
4: that is like saying the Dragon Ball Z movie, the live action one, was good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, it was big, dumb, fun.
1: You know, that movie made me want to go back and watch Street Fighter. That's all I'm going to say. Like,
4: Damn. that's like Damn. no.
2: I'm sorry, Who Julia. Street Fighter was funny. It was good in like the worst possible ways until you got older.
4: <laughs> until you got older.
0: But, but back back to Andromeda. Back to Andromeda like uh the thing is I'm enjoying the story. The 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 fight, the fighting is satisfying. The multiplayer is crazy good. I'm 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 having fun with it. There's a few little things people complain about, the animations. Animations, I'm sorry, have never been perfect in the Mass Effect games, you know. So, I don't know why they're to get it now. Well,
1: hold on, time out. No, they may have quote-unquote never been perfect, but as far as I can remember, from Mass Effect 1 all the way to Mass Effect 2, even 3... I've never seen anybody crab walk, and I've never seen anybody with butter faces, and I've never seen anybody do this weird. That's that animation,
0: pre- that's different. That's model. That's character model. As yeah, far yeah, as anim- dude, animation. But I've you- I've had I've walked sideways. I fucking do a little like derp walk where I'm like jump like crawling and then walking up, and there's been all kinds of weird stuff. It's just people. This is a simple thing. People are harping at it now because there's no shepherd. They're like they, the bar yeah, was people set are harping high. on it
2: now because there's no excuse now. We gave it a pass back then because it mm-hmm. was still new. Okay. Shit's not new anymore.
1: This is game day and it didn't practice hard like it should have. <laughs> I,
2: I don't know.
0: I, it's a fun From game. My, it's better. It's a cut above 90% of what else is out there. What, I don't see much that I want to put above the game. People are just harping on stupid shit. Like, I, I just don't get it. The story's good. It's a fun game. I, I'm, I'm invested in the characters. Tons of replay value great campaign, and then a super fun multiplayer. Like, it's a total package. And and it's in a setting you don't see often. Now, if there were other options, you know, for sci-fi, space kind of things, then you could be more critical, because then you have something to compare it against. But it's like, this is terrible. Compared to what? What are you see playing? Well, this... Minecraft is better than this. Your comparison is Minecraft. Go fuck yourself. No, I like I like League of Legends better. Like, no, like... Come on! This are like comparing apples to apples. Like, stop it! Like, I get it. Terrible
2: like, compared to Mass Effect Two. Okay, That's
0: that true. that will say it. Mass Effect Two, I think, was the epitome. Except three had the three had the multiplayer. If like, you, if three and two had a baby, it'd be the perfect game. So I'll give you that.
4: I will. There. I will say this because I'm I'm more so on uh, side. I'm more so on Yogi side on this. Um, for instance, like. A lot of people are harping on Mass Effect because of the fact that it's not what we're used to as far as in a Mass Effect game. Because, you know, with Shepard and all the stuff like that, that does hold weight to what we are dealing with now. He's not a regular soldier. You're you're dealing with Explorers now. So it's going to, it's doing a different approach. So they're, yeah. they're, they're starting from, they're basically not necessarily starting from scratch, but they're starting from a midpoint to where to try to go in a different direction. Now, that's why they don't have you the don't whole
3: thing. effect.
1: should have called it Andromeda but or, still, yeah. but it's or New mass, Space but Age a, Game or something. But
4: that's the thing. It's still in the Mass Effect universe. That's like saying Rogue One, Star Wars. That's like saying that's not a Star Wars, but that's well, you in the Star Wars universe. Here's what was,
2: i do. Here's what i do. Rogue Everybody, a Star Wars story. It wasn't a Star Wars movie. Just yes, like the, the last
1: time somebody messed up naming something, it was Final Fantasy: Spirits Within. It was wow. not supposed to be a spirit. It no, was not supposed is, to be a Final Fantasy movie. You can't, that wasn't, you can't
4: compare that. You can uh, Yes,
1: different. I can because yes, I can that's because you know they they messed up and they named it something they never should have. Whereas, like yes. when Advent Children came out, they clearly stated Final Fantasy. Yes,
4: yeah, because they with Final Fantasy Advent Children they continued that from Final Fantasy 7. Like if you look at just the Final Fantasy games, all of those. Those are different stories in different universes. They even made a Michels only. All of them are different, like like different dimension or different universes. But
1: That's at the same, same time, thing. what, what I'm like saying is thing. this: That's what I'm saying it's the same thing because it's made. No. It was made by squaresaw so At the same time, it's like they when it, when it was made in Japan. They didn't call it Final Fantasy. All of a sudden it comes to America, Ooh, this is a salt, mate. we're just going to call it Final Fantasy. And they slapped the Final Fantasy title on that movie and messed everything up because most of the Final Fantasy fans were expecting the Final Fantasy movie, which is something they did not get. They
2: got Ghost Fighter. Because <laughs> they tack it on there for brand recognition. Exactly. You can keep it in the, it in the, BioWare, in the uh, Mass Effect universe, not call it Mass Effect, and then the expectation bar is lowered. Yep, because after the epic of the last three Mass Effect games, if you don't hit that bar, you're gonna have people like me. Mm-hmm.
4: But it's that's kinda... why I say it's like a it's a un, it's an unfair bar to set because they're going with a different they're going in a different approach with it and they're gonna but they're keeping it like yes we are expecting a lot like everybody was expecting a lot from this game me included. But we still got to take it for what it is. Now, the animations, that is a big misstep, like because of whatever al- algorithm they use to try to check the game over all the animations from what I, from what I read and researched. Yeah, then but
0: see, that could be fixed with a patch, like that's not a huge yeah, thing but why be- wasn't it a day one patch?
1: Because Dude, it,
4: look, every look game that releases game is.
0: broken these days. That's look, look, that's the standard. Look
4: how big that game is. This is not no ten-hour okay game. I'm okay with that either. That's not a, that's not a ten-hour game. No ten-hour game. But it's you've had years, years
1: to fix the faces. Yes,
4: yes, you had. Years I mean, to fix the faces. that you know, it suffer. It's going to
1: suffer from Duke Nukem. Uh, Duke Nukem Syndrome. Oh, no. this is no. 10 years in the making.
0: See, so no, see not, that like, is that is creative direction, and this is the creative space. Every designer thinks that they know design because they went to school for it, they have experience, so they feel like they're an expert. But creativity is a subjective thing by nature. So I'm sure a bunch of assholes looked at that and t- tested the game and said, "Oh man, I love this new graphic style. It's so Disney. It's great." And say, it's, it's, "It's she looks like uh, like that girl from Frozen. This is awesome." You know, they probably sat, loved it and they jerked off to it. And it, for us, it's a poor choice. But you know, like those are the kind of things that I don't think really break the game. Like the one thing that no one's talking about that I think is an issue. I noticed some. Uh, some moments where there was some some uh, some frame drop and and brief freezing. I don't know. My Xbox was messing up. I th- my internet was having issues, so that may have been something to do with it, like like connections going in and out. But I noticed that that those are issues to complain about. Like that stuff, like really, no, that's inexcusable. Little minor, no, all, you know, like man, people get to like, complain. You know, oh man, you know this person's hair, they have way too much hair. Their hair's too thick. Oh, there's too much water on this planet. Oh,
4: probably, that metal's um, too shiny. Uh, like, come with on. The, um, with the facial animations, you gotta think about it like this, too. Like, they've been working on it hours and hours and then, and then that's something that could, like, for it to be that many faces to be overlooked, they've been working on that game and looking at these faces day in and day out, and it probably they probably became numb to it. Like, if you get used to something. Like, after you played the game for a while, the faces, you start like, okay, I, I can deal with the faces or whatever. And that that's something that could have been a big miss, a, a big oversight that they missed.
0: That's, I think it was deliberate. The they went with a different art style because, you know, they have mostly a new team. So that's part of it. And they probably said, you know what, let's stick with this because this lets people know it's a whole new direction that we're going with it, for better or worse. But- but at Look,
1: the end of the day, you are too deep into the game to be putting out something that has issues, especially whenever your competition is looking for reasons to crush you.
0: Who's their competition? Tell me the game that will replace Mass Effect: Andromeda. Don't tell me my i will punch theory. kick you.
1: I'm just saying if if uh, that's the thing, you you are your own competition to the point where it's like if you put out a bad game because let's let's be real, Mass Effect has had it's a not trilogy a
0: bad game, though. It's fully playable. It's fun. <laughs> The, this it's not that bad. Like, listen, play it. Don't believe that. So was No Man's
1: Sky. No, no Man's Sky was it's it. Look not. Look what happened. No, Look what no. happened. No Man's
0: Sky was a tech demo. There was no substance there. They they promised the world and did not deliver anything. This game was the opposite. They they, they were pretty quiet about it. They played it down. And and people were worried because of that, but it ended up being better. Like I was scared. Everybody was like, "Oh, this is not going to be a good uh, Mass Effect game because you know they don't got the same original people and blah 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 And I'm loving it. It's a fun game. That's a, that's all that should fucking matter. It's a fun game, and it's something different. And I I can't wait to actually own the game. Like the trials got me hooked. The trials did not scare me away. In fact, I'm making that trial that trial stretch out. Like I think people don't need to get over it. Like like. It, it, it's it's a good game. I don't see the problem with this. This it it's just you know what it is. It's Bioshock Infinite all over again. Bioshock Infinite when it dropped, people shit all over it. Then there were some people that were such Bioshock fans that they loved it, and then there were other people that didn't really like the other Bioshocks, but they liked what they did with this one, and they and they got into it, right? But after the fact. People went back and said, "You know what, Bioshock Infinite was brilliant. I mean, the storytelling and there, the narrative devices, and the set pieces—it it was just innovative." Like, wait, you were the same asshole that said it's a piece of shit and it shouldn't have been called Bio- Bioshock. It was completely different from from the rest. You know, I bet you people are gonna come back to it and they're gonna realize, you know what, that's actually a really good game. What
4: else? Is I might last give it, year? like, uh, like I know,
1: like I said, I might give it a red box. <laughs> what, I might what?
4: give it a red box. <laughs>
2: The one, I'll buy it used on sale.
4: The one the one game that we keep all ragged ragging No Man's Sky, that game, like you said, it came out at Tech Demo, and I know they're still supporting the game. They came out with two patches for it, but I don't think it's fair to compare Mass Effect to No Man's Sky. At least Bioware is addressing the issues. They acknowledge those issues, and they're going to try to fix like the animations and stuff like that with No Man's Sky, they didn't say not a goddamn thing, they went and ghost, and you thought they ran away with your money, like, <laughs> you thought they robbed your ass and ran but, I mean, I will give, I, that's the one thing I have to do, like, with everyone ragging on No Man's Sky, I will give them a little, just a tiny bit of credit where credit is due, that at least they're still working on a game, and still trying to make it better, even though that their player base is, like, completely gone you know at least their player bio gone. Their credibility's gone. Oh yeah, all of that's gone. I mean, they're trying to fight for their credibility back, but like, un- unlike Bioware, they at least—I mean, unlike... <laughs> <laughs> really, <laughs> really, like well, that's a follower notification,
0: what... man. <laughs> it's just me. But, it's
1: just me.
4: But our, um, but our, but with well, Bioware, they at least, they at least talking about and addressing the issue. No, it's not going to be in a day one. No, it didn't come out in a day one patch, but it's something so massive that they get, it has to take time to get fixed. I'm quite sure that they're going to address the issues. Like so many other companies have had issues like that before. Prime example, Battlefield 4. When that game came out, it was crap. They had so many glitches and errors in the, in the multiplayer. Same thing with Grand Theft Auto 5. So many errors with it. But then they took the time and they fixed it. I'm quite sure because though because BioWare's Mass Effect is such a a large part of their fan base and we are being heard. Like even like that's one thing I will say about Mass Effect. But like you are being like with Mass Effect, you're gonna be heard even if even if without buying power or with just the comments and ratings and stuff like that. I think a lot of people are ragging on it just because of the mass spec. And they well, no, they're ragging different.
0: on it because it's the cool thing now to hit, to hate Bioware. It's like everybody yeah, that that. Shit on shit on Dragon Age Inquisition. You know what? Motherfuckers, I'm on hour six of, Bioshock, of, of Dragon Age Inquisition. I'm still enjoying it, so fuck you.
2: <laughs>
0: if I listen to everybody... When you
2: get to... No, 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 Let no. me tell you about Dragon you said, Age Inquisition. You said two you hours in. Lost it.
0: You said two hours in, I would lose interest. No,
2: I... I jokingly gave you two hours. I'll give uh, okay. you 15. There's one part in the story okay. where the entire narrative just dies. Okay. When you get there, you're going to have a hard time pushing past it. Okay. <laughs> I, tr- I trust you,
0: Beard. I'm just giving you a hard
2: time. I, I was so excited for that game. It, it genuinely hurts me, the fact that I ended up just disliking the game and getting rid of it. Mm. Because uh, I, wanted, I wanted that game to be good.
0: Well, I like the fact that they kind of brought it back to the roots with like more of the the factions and trying to win influence, all of it like uh, kind of politics of it all. But then you also have the yeah. exploration, you're setting up camps and expanding your kingdom, so to speak. Like, there's a lot of cool things there, man. And, and that world is so alive. Watching all the animals running around and like all the little side things you could do, like hunting and crafting. Like, there's so much going on there. Like. I would have missed out on this if I listened to people that said, oh, no, it's a terrible game. But they wouldn't quantify and qualify that statement. Like, Why is it bad? Oh, it's just bad. It's just all around bad. So there's no redeeming factor to this game. No, it's just bad, end-to-end completely bad. Like, come on. Like, that that doesn't help anyone. Like, even with the complaints about that people are like, no, it's just a bad game, not a good game. Like, and I'm playing them like... I'm having fun, like, what is it, like, what are you playing that's so much better, like, I'm looking at, at this year's releases, it's like, I can count what the games that I really want to buy on one hand, as far as, like, the big releases, and and Andromeda would be one of them, so I don't know what else people are playing, like, nah, oh, man, you know, I gotta play some more of that League of Legends, that's that's, that's taking up my time, they're they coming up with a new patch, League of Legends patch, one billion and two, really, I don't know, I don't know, anyway, moving on, we're going long. That was just... That was just our opening. Smite... Smite has, uh... Is celebrating the... A birthday. So you get 33% off, uh... Gems. And they have a new, uh... New mode called Adventures. Which, uh, Is pretty interesting. You could uh... Unlock adventure points to... Get stuff out of the vault. Pretty cool. And then we do... Let's be an ongoing thing. Every, uh... Four weeks... They'll have a uh, adventure. Uh, actually, every six weeks they have a new one and the adventure run for four weeks. I believe that's how they're doing it. gonna so be a pretty cool little additional event alongside the other uh, major events. Um, just we kind of went long on the other stuff. Uh, I've been wanting to kind of check in on the whole Nintendo Switch stuff, but I think we kind of beat up Nintendo enough as it is. Uh, just quick re- recap for those that haven't been paying attention. You know, uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild is getting lots of love. Um, uh, some of us are wondering if it's getting a free pass because it's Zelda. Uh, that's for up for debate. I yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll be discussion for another time. Savage got us, what's up, girl? Um, you know, so that's one thing to think about. Uh, the Joy-Con desync issue is hilarious because basically they didn't account for you know non-Japanese people having big hands and blocking the Wi-Fi. signal. So you know, like, these are things, it's,
2: like, it's the iPhone 4. It's the iPhone 4 all over again. Oh, you're just holding it wrong. Thanks, yeah, Steve.
0: Oh my God, dude, that's been their response to almost everything that people complain about. Like people complain about dead pixels on the screen. They said, No, 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 dead pixels. that's that's standard because how LCD screens work. It's typical. It's standard for you to have one or two. Savage Goddess, us. Thanks for the follow. I thought you already followed us. What's up with that? Did it? Did it unfollow yeah. us? crazy crazy but anyway they, tell, uh, they told everybody no 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 no, no the lcd screen is supposed to have dead pixels. that's how they work you know it, it's only it <laughs> only counts it's only a warranty issue if you have a uh, hundred of them per square inch that it's not <laughs> effective that's a, that's a design that's part of the design the dead pixel like really nintendo like and the people just give him a pass because then nintendo like oh you know what zelda it's cool i'm i'm, yeah. I'm all right with it well cool.
2: If I buy it, I'm going to be one of those weird people that leaves it in the dock.
4: Are you I not heard, gonna... from from what I hear, um Zelda has actually done is actually really good, only from a few missteps. Yeah, oh, I'm no,
2: I... I'm going to get that on the uh, I'm going to get that on the Wii U instead. Same thing I did with uh, Twilight Princess. Uh, I bought it uh bought it on the Wii or bought it on the GameCube instead of the Wii, Ray because Q- that's why t- I bought Day a Day. Uh,
0: Everybody's popping in now. Oh shit!
2: Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, yeah, that's why uh, Nintendo always does that to me. I'll buy a system with the promise of a Zelda game, and then they'll push that Zelda release off until <laughs> the next system comes out, and they'll put it out on both. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. That's yeah. That's fucking
0: crazy. Which is funny because sense. even
2: with how with how good the uh, the Switch version of Zelda is, from what I've heard and seen. It's a Wii U game that got ported. It's not a Switch game. I don't know. So it'll be interesting to see what the Switch can do. Hmm.
0: And and for some reason, like, they did that with Twilight Princess. That was uh, the bridged the Mm -hmm. gap that... I don't know. I I don't want to get into it because I know we already... People are going to think, like, man, you guys really hate Nintendo. But, you know, it doesn't make sense. All right, the one thing that, that, that shows that they're actually... You putting their engineers to work. They're using some forward thinking. They actually have some quality assurance in place with their hardware. Is they say, you know what? These cartridges are small, and kids and pets might try to put them in their mouth. Let's put a let's put a chemical in there that's non-toxic, but will leave a real nasty flavor, nasty taste in people's mouths. So that's the thing, and people are doing this challenge now where they're licking the cartridges, and apparently the, the flavor lingers. But, you know, that shows that they're <laughs> actually thinking ahead, not just being reactive. But then everything else, I, I just don't get it. Like, you know, I, everybody was, like, saying, oh, I can't believe IGN rated a console at 6.7. Who rates consoles? But, I mean... I, I IGN, just, does. Yeah, I, yep. IGN does. Yeah, IGN does. And you know what? I, I think 6.7 might be more than it deserves.
2: <laughs> but How uh, can you rate a system when no games have come out for it
0: just based on the design the missed opportunities how
2: about the the regular nintendo if you play it long enough you get divots in your thumbs yep. oh
0: god the, the like the old school nes
2: yeah the oh, nes look brutal. at your thumb right now look at your thumb horizontal right now yeah i guarantee there's a divot in the middle of your thumb
0: dude that thing that's what made you a, a true system? gamer Going back to that system, dude, that thing... Ugh, that that D pad is hard as hell.
2: But if you're gonna gonna shit on something the second it comes out, that the only purpose of that thing is to play a game? To play games? That'd be like saying a DVD player sucks.
0: Yeah, but it's different. Like, the NES came out at a time when there weren't really many things to compare against,
2: so... How many of those other systems had concaved buttons...
0: I, you know, I'm just saying, though. and I, I get what you're saying. But this, the Switch, it shows a lack of thought. There's it, just, just too many things. Like, with how bad the Wii U was, they really should have taken the time with the R&D and really fleshed it out. Um, no, you know what
2: they did? Instead of taking R&D and fleshing it out, they gave everyone what they thought the Wii, wa- the Wii U was. <laughs> Yeah. Because everyone was like, oh shit, this is just a system I can take with me whenever, wherever I want. And Nintendo was like, wait, we fucked up our marketing on this one. No, it's not that at all. You want that? Hmm. Yes, we do. <laughs> so why are we buying DSs? <laughs> no grown adult needs a DS. If you have a laptop or a smartphone, you're good. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Give me Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. You okay there, Beard? I huh? want a console. I want a home console version of Pokemon. That's all I want out of Pokemon. Oh, God, they used to do that. Pokemon, uh, Pokemon, Pokemon, Pokemon Stadium. No,
4: is no, not a console not. version.
2: It's called of Pokemon. Pokemon
4: Flash. Uh, no. Gale of, that of <laughs> Darkness?
0: <laughs> Did everybody forget about Gale of Darkness? That game was amazing. It's
2: called Jade Cocoon.
0: Oh, you
1: guys
2: are I guys. want a multiplayer Pokemon that I can sit on my couch and play on a big hey. Nice TV. Hey. Hey. It's called Monster Rancher. Monster Rancher was dope. And you can keep putting discs, you can put CDs in and get different uh, creatures. Fuck yeah. I remember the Godzilla 2000 soundtrack had some real, had a real beast monster attached to it. (laughs) Uh, If you Um, like that kind of
0: formula, give, again, I'm going to say, and I've said this before, but Dragon Quest Monsters... It's a really good series that a lot of people missed out on, and it lets you crossbreed different species and and create new species. It, it's so cool, man. Actually, I think
1: they have a Dragon Quest Musou game out, or soon to be out, Dynasty Warrior style. Oh yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah, yeah. They have that. Um, they have that. Uh, like Minecraft version of uh, Dragon Quest that looks freaking awesome.
2: I think I saw that. Game. I don't like Minecraft. I don't like Dynasty Warriors.
1: <laughs> so,
2: Dynasty Warriors you you got for for me. the two,
1: the two-three era, not the, uh, not the, you know, anything after that because it starts getting a little too crazy.
2: I got tricked into buying Hyrule Warriors thinking it was going to be something more than just Dynasty Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Somebody lied to you. So, um, I was.
1: What wrong. else we got here?
0: Did you guys hear about this? Uh, year two of the Division content will be free. All the new expansions for year two are going to be free for the Division. That's pretty freaking awesome.
4: But they fucked that up because they said they're not going to continue the story at all in the year two of the Division. then was the point of playing. But it's, exactly.
0: Who the fuck? Are you guys really playing Division for the story? Stop. Actually, I mean, okay. Yeah. That's like... Okay.
4: Nah, but that's they, crazy try to get you, they try to get you invested in the story. I still want to know what the. I still want to know what happens later. Now, do I want more modes and stuff like that? Of course. Don't even get me wrong. But I'm just saying, like that's one huge misstep that they could have done. the Division. That's that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying.
0: Yeah, and people in the chat are agreeing with you. Savage goddess, TK nightmare. That's saying they play the division for the story. I don't know. To me, it's it's an MMO, and I don't play MMOs for stories. And, you know, there's a little bit of lore trickled in there. Cool. You know, I'm glad I it not try to do, like, Destiny and I say, hey, look, there's a story. Me. And then Destiny teased this sh- freaking blue ball the hell out of you. And then when you finally get into the lore, they're like, you know what? You're not ready for this. No, you're not worthy of the yeah, story.
1: That's, that's Actually, the, the follow-up lore <laughs> is actually a lot better than the lore that they just came out with in the beginning, especially Rise of Iron. And uh, even Taken King was a lot better than what they came up with.
4: But mm. I'll, I'll say that I like with MMO for a story, that's like saying that um, that Elder Scrolls Online doesn't have a good story when when it actually does. Until my nobody's mind, gonna
1: believe that because you know yeah, Elder Scrolls always has a good story. It does have a crap. great
0: story, but let's be honest: when people play MMOs, they skip through all the dialogue and just because and, they just want to get the grind done, they want to get the missions done. Most people just skip through that shit.
4: Yeah, most people but they still got people that likes the story. Just like um Warcraft. I love the story of Warcraft. Like the whole lore and everything around Warcraft. That yeah. has yeah. a really good story. Some nowadays you used to get away with not for a game. You, you used to get away with that. But now that we've grown up, like most of the people that are gamers back then are our age. Thirty, like in their 30s. So we we are looking for a story now. We're not little kids that, oh, well. We just want to get to levels. Most people now it's like, okay, what is actually happening? That's 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 how I feel about most games. like it, except like something like Dark Souls. That's the exception.
2: Well, Dark Souls doesn't have a story.
4: No, it actually does. Really I know is. it
2: does. It's all just <laughs> you have to dig. You have to oh, you, yeah. need, you need archaeology. You need you need either an archaeological degree, no. or you need to be a fucking <laughs> oh, to parse through that story,
4: figure out what the fuck's going on. You, you need a college research team. That's what you need. There is too the much tenures, going through there for your tenure to find out what the <laughs> what it is.
2: Have you watched any of like the uh, like the lore explained videos that uh, the guy Vadi does?
4: No, I haven't seen the ones that Vadi does, but I've seen a couple of them, a couple of lore videos. I'm like. Man, and then I'm, you know, playing through Dark Souls once. Like, where the hell he find this lore at? Like, how how do be- like? Where are they getting this information? I know, like, where? <laughs> I don't see it.
1: It's it- almost like going back to the uh, early days of video games. Like, there was an instruction manual with story.
4: <laughs> like Doom, Doom actually had a story. <laughs> like it was, was actually on Mars for a reason There's actually something I, I mean happened. dooms
1: had doom has had several stories though
4: yes but no one knows that no yeah,
1: knows yeah. That. the diehard I, fans
4: do. like
0: see that's the thing like exactly. it's all right to have lore and like create a mythos right but what I don't like is when story gets in the way of the gameplay. It's like, oh, are you enjoying yourself? Well, hey, here's 30 minutes of cutscenes. Well, thank you for that. Now I just lost my momentum, and I don't want to play anymore. And that's, that's the problem. Like, And I think depending on what the core mechanics are... I couldn't disagree with you more. You, you couldn't disagree with me more?
2: Nope, I could not disagree with you more.
0: I don't, I don't, that's fine. I'm just saying, that's what I look for. If I want a story, I'll read a book, I'll watch a movie. If I play a game entertain me, for fuck's sake. I want to interact with it. I don't want to sit through and just jerk off while you play some movies for me. Now, if I'm in the mood for so, that...
2: So so, how do you feel about Metal Gear Solid?
0: Exactly. No, 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 listen. Uh, if, worry, I'm in worry, the, if I'm in the worry, mood it. for a story, I'll play a story-driven game, right? There's some games that I, that's that's what you play them for. If I'm playing for the experience of the gameplay... And the story is kind of tacked on. That doesn't do a service to the product. All it is is just trying to just play both sides of the fence. Know what you are and just live up to that. Destiny try to ha- make it seem like they had this deep universe. And let- they should have just owned it. Hey, look, guys. This is Halo. We can't call it Halo because we don't own Halo anymore. But it's fucking Halo with MMO mechanics. And then no real story. Make it whatever the fuck you want to be. It's a role-playing game and it's customizable. So it is no real story. Like, if you want to pretend you're a freaking hooker that, you know, gives blowjobs for, for crack and, and, you know, the occasional reach around because he actually has the dick. Cool. That's what you could do. Role-play that. That's your story. We should have just done that. They it's called Grand Th-
4: F- 5
0: well yeah that too I'm sorry like <laughs> story is not a prerequisite for a good gameplay experience and I and I find that a lot of times people just tack it in there and it gets gets in the way of the gameplay and that's bad it there just, are some games game.
2: I'll, I'll agree with you there are some games that don't need a story
0: uh, I don't need no. a
2: story I don't need a story in a fighting game yeah not at all
3: yeah. I don't even, even need a
2: background you give me a bridge with a barrel on either end of it I'm good. Give me good fighting mechanics. But if it's in any way an RPG, I need a story. I need a good story. You're the guy who just like beating the car up, weren't you? Oh, I love that shit. Blanco, you just get up in there and start an electric unit, boom. Dude, (laughs) dude.
0: mini-games and fighting games were the best. Like in Mortal Kombat, you do the little thing where you have to break all the blocks. Ah, fucking so good.
2: Blanco was fucking broken for those mini-games.
4: I will oh, yeah. agree with Bear definitely. Like on most games now, that you you do need a story. Like at least you can't tack on a story, like Yogi said. You can't. That's that makes the game just oh, so terrible. Like not necessarily too terrible. Like Destiny was at the beginning was like, yo, what the fuck? Like you just tacked on a story and then it just stopped. Like you can't. Do I have it. a
2: theory about that. You you can't. I you think. Can't. I think the story was god awful and the director or the guy who was in charge of it didn't realize how bad it was until they got to the end. And then they pulled the whole story out in order to protect us.
4: <laughs> really? I think they forgot about the story. That was all I was
2: Honestly I think they cut it up and sold it to us in DLC later, but I'm just trying to spin it in a positive note. Just trying. <laughs> Let me try not to be the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs>
4: But I say like, but like like you said, it was like the story story matters now. Period. Like Mass Effect, story matters. If you have a good story and you have good mechanics, that's why we loved Mass Effect One. It, 2, depe- it
0: depends on the game, though. Like you don't need a story for a racing game. Like
4: but that's it, but that's what I want.
1: But to uh, to. I mean, if to. the the racing game that did have a story was Need for Speed Most Wanted, and it turned out being excellent.
0: Well yeah, this thing though immersion <laughs> yeah. people confuse immersion with story they think that storytelling is the only way to immerse someone if you but if no, there is a sense there's a there's a, co- a core concept in game design is the flow zone that is when you balance you find a perfect balance between re- reward and challenge if you f- constantly balance that at every step of your game where people feel there's a sense of progress they're challenged enough where they want to push themselves harder but it also reward in a in an equitable fashion that's one of the core Precipices of, of, of game development, and there's nothing about story. Story is just one one catalyst, one vehicle for creating the immersion for getting people fully engaged with the content.
4: Yeah, you're right. That, all I'm saying is you can't, like you said, you can't just tack it on. You just can't have the story as the appetite, If you're going to have story, then it it has to be a good story. And you just can't just tack that shit on and expect like, okay, you have story. You have to have a story to have immersion. Like you said, that is not true have to have a DJ. Um DJ he's the to, I know. <laughs> he is.
2: getting fired up.
4: I know, right? But um <laughs> but like you say, you don't have to have necessarily have to have a story for a good game. Like we was talking about Dark Souls. Unless you research the story, you know you don't really know that they have a story to the game. You don't really know about the lore and stuff like that. But that's an excellent game. Because it had good mechanics and challenged you. Oh, Sorry, I'm I laughing
0: because cause, uh, Beard's putting some freaking Dragon Ball Z shit in here. The blue hair. What uh, The blue hair Super Saiyan form? Super
1: Saiyan.
0: God mode, yeah. God mode, yeah. Oh my god.
1: Super Saiyan God 2 or something like
4: that. Uh, too, Super Saiyan God, yeah.
0: Savage Goddess says that Wildlands is just a skin of GTA. See, I was saying the same shit. That it doesn't feel that much like a Ghost Recon game. It's a freaking GTA game. Wildlands
2: felt like Wildlands felt more like Division in the Woods. Yeah.
0: Nah. I mean, I get people saying that, but it felt, to me, it felt more like GTA.
1: There's there's certain aspects that do feel like GTA, and then there's certain aspects that feel like uh, The Division. It's kind of like they try to take the best of both and put them together and try to make a decent game.
0: Yeah. By the way, some more I stuff here in the news. I'm the
4: open world SOCOM. That's all it is. An open world SOCOM without the in-depth squad mechanics. That's what it was. Hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we got, we started some controversy in the chat. <laughs> you all shut your poor yeah. mouths. Lol. Um, so anyway, more news. Reservoir Dogs, they're coming up with another game it's the They had a Reservoir Dogs game uh, like, what was it, like 10 years ago? But this one's called Blood Wars, if I'm not mistaken. It's a top-down game. It's celebrating uh, another anniversary for Reservoir Dogs. I think this one is uh, Xbox One and PC exclusive.
1: That's kind of funny because we were talking about uh, Grand Theft Auto 2 on uh, uh, yesterday.
0: Yep, there you go. Oh, Grand
2: Ta- Theft Auto 2 was so good.
0: They, if you want your top-down fix, there you go.
2: Classic. Go around with a flamethrower roasting Elvis's. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Ah, ah, ah. And when you kill all of them, it gives you the achievement of Elvis has left the building. Mm hmm. That was <laughs> so really good. Good, good Man, times. That was,
0: that was like one of the definitive land party games for sure. Um,
2: Switching no, no, gears a little it. bit.
0: I read this interesting stat that said an eighteen years, four year college could cost around five hundred thousand dollars. Have a million dollars. That's crazy.
2: No one's going to college. Dude for real. You're no. tell me. Unless you're in Europe <laughs> or Canada. It's freaking nuts, Here's the thing. Man. College degrees don't mean shit anymore.
0: They really they really don't. I hate don't to say it. It don't matter.
2: There's no there's no point, there's no point in going get and getting a college degree, college degree.
4: anymore. I beg to differ because it is hard as hell to get any type of job without a college degree that actually means anything.
2: So you go and you take that money instead and you go get a skill. You go learn a trade and you do that instead. And also going to college and getting an English degree is fucking stupid.
1: Most jobs are word of mouth nowadays anyway. Well, and it also seems like
0: at least. most jobs will take equivalent experience in place of the college degree. The ones that, have to, in my experience, experience, the ones that ex- insist upon a college degree are usually shit jobs. I hate to say it because mm-hmm. I'm telling you. I, I, I take. I give a good example. Uh, I, I was putting in a bid on a, on a project. Now, this not employee boss relationship. This is just like client. Consultant relationship, right? This person wanted the the applicants to have a college degree in journalism, communications, etc., etc. She wanted them to have a certain GPA. She wanted all these certifications, PMPs, Sigma Six, uh, all this bullshit, right? And then uh, all these requirements must be an excellent communicator. Like really, like this job requirement was hardcore and super de- specific. And then I'm looking at the compensation, and I'm like, really, bitch? That's what you're offering for that?
2: Mm. All that, they're going to give you 10000 a year.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: Or a cereal.
0: So, uh, like,
2: that's the, thing.
0: that's the thing. A lot of times, those requirements are thrown up to discourage casual uh, career you know, job seekers. They'll figure it'll scare you off, and then you won't bother. But if you hold your ground and say, look, I know my shit better than any fuck, any fuck that came out of college with a freaking paper degree. The, you know your worth, folks. That's a, there's no job that's going to reject you if you have the experience and you, ha- and you have the core values and you're a good uh, fit for their culture, their corporate culture. You know? And mind you, I, I have, a college, I have a college degree and I think it's it's degree. useless. The only thing it did for me was uh incur debt. And I had a scholarship and I still regret it. So yeah.
2: <laughs> if I didn't if I didn't go to college I'd be driving a fucking Mercedes right now. And living in the house that I'm in.
4: Not for everybody. That's what I'm saying. I do agree with y'all on that note as far as like a current debt with college and all that stuff like that is BS. But a lot of jobs that I've seen that are, or I have gone for, <laughs> <laughs> I want you to at least have a college degree. I and
1: just blame it. the
2: trisodium phosphates in the uh, cereals. I have a degree in art. I have a degree in graphic design. I work in IT. My degree means nothing.
4: Yeah. Not to mention some, yeah. some places, but some places just want you to have a degree in something, right? That's just to show they, that
2: you put
0: in the effort.
2: You put in the yeah. effort,
1: but it's it's funny because by the time you get done putting in the effort, they're like, "Okay, good. So we see that you've gone to college, but we still need somebody that's put in fifty-five thousand hours of experience." Yeah.
4: Yeah. Hey, now you're overqualified, so like, <laughs> and that's a, and that's the thing. You, that's you're you're overly funny.
2: underqualified.
4: It's
2: like, <laughs> so it's like okay, so I'm um, more sense. To, it makes more sense to learn a trade, become a fucking plumber. Everyone's house is gonna have pipes that's yeah. not gonna be outsourced or digitized.
0: I know, right? In fact, you know, it's funny you mentioned that I'm working on um, a research project and. Uh, And one of the things I I put in there are, um, it's about automation and process management and um, trends in robotics and basically how it uh, impacts logistics and other fields. And basically I talked about some of the fields that are future-proof. And one of the things I said was blue-collar work is going to be more use than ever because someone's got to build the robots. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. You have a great need for people to... Well, those are robot overlords. <laughs> but it's true, though. Until
2: we build the robots that build the robots.
0: Yeah, I said that too. I said the same thing <laughs> But, you know, there, there there are a lot of fields that are pretty much future-proofed. And as much as they want to talk about learning machines, we're still decades, if not centuries away from where you can have you know robots completely take over certain industries, but... You know, it's just really interesting. Savage got us a song about how, in her field, um, the um, you you know, like a stem, if you do STEM field or any kind of, uh, I guess you know, biology, medical, you know, those really specialized fields, you mean ecology. That's true, but. There's so many career paths these days and so many places to... so many ways to shift. Like, right now, if I don't know if you guys know about it, about this, but there's a, there's a growing trend for virtual offices which has created a huge need for virtual assistants. And that trend is not going to go... is It's, it's going to keep going up because it's, it's a brilliant model, right? Companies are too cheap to have, you know, sufficient office space if they have office space at all, you know, and... It's more cost-effective. When you know when you hire an employee, you got to think about their benefits. Their benefits will be half of the compensation package. Onboarding...
1: But here's
0: the, but hey, but here's the
1: thing about that. I onboarding, about
0: onboarding the employees. You got to train them. You got to like do, invest so much into them, right? But if you outsource it and just hire a few VAs, virtual assistants, that work remotely, you could do it for a fraction of the cost... And they get paid more and you save money. It's a win-win. Okay, what were you going to say? But, uh,
1: but th- what I was about to say is that they companies nowadays don't want to hire somebody that they have to pay more to. They want to hire somebody that's willing to work part-time. Perfect example, uh, uh, actually take any company. Let's take uh, TJ Maxx, for example, clothing company. Why? And, and this goes uh, – I agree with you, Beard, as far as getting a skill. But at the same time, it's like if I spend all that time trying to learn to trade – and then they're willing to try and hire two people for the amount that that they're paying me. I mean, that's just not fair. Again, you've wasted your time because they're looking at it like your trade is pointless. I can hire five of you instead of just
2: hiring you to do the job, despite the fact you are going to do, do the job correctly. If you're they, a plumber, and if you're a plumber, you can start your own plumbing business yeah. easily. You just need a couple of bucks to put an advertisement in the fucking yellow pages. And you need the tools, yeah. which you should have by the time you graduate. But people are cheap. You can, you can easily work for yourself at that point if you have right. a skill.
0: And de- and, and degree and the trades are all, are good fallback. And it's true. Like uh, right now, we actually have a shortage of welders. People, there's tons of work for welders, but no one wants to go through the effort of getting certified. And it's actually not that big of a deal. And they pay really well. My friend uh is a welder, he's dumb as a doornail, I love the guy, but god it, it, he doesn't even... he he says uh he constantly uses the phrase brass tax and he and when he writes it out he puts brass T A X like oh okay, yeah, it's a metallic uh, tariff of sorts that you impose on people by the way. How do you tax wrong. that? Yeah. Let's go back to brass tacks. I'm like, dude, you even know the context you're using You know, but this guy makes uh, easily. uh, I think last time he talked to to me, he makes about eighty thousand a year. Just putting heat on metal, (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. and he's an Apple guy, so you know he likes to buy all the expensive toys. So, no, what Beard is saying is true. Like having a trade to fall back on: electrician, mechanic, you know, carpenter. You know, Ooh, yeah, you do worker. need to be
2: licensed. You need to be licensed and bonded. Yes, that's mm-hmm. yeah, and that, and that does. take much, you know, it, HVAC, you, oh, HVAC, is yeah, another yeah, good
0: one.
2: Eventually, you you're, you're gonna have to. One.
0: You're gonna have to end up
1: hiring somebody, which is gonna cost money. Which you become
2: the monster that you're trying to avoid if at the end of the day. But if you're at the position where you can hire someone, you're in a position where you're making good enough money that, or you're making a position where you're making more money then you would be right out of college with, with $500,000 worth of debt strapped on you. Mm. Yep. I just, I
1: don't know. I just look at it like, I understand what you're saying. I can, I can see the pros of it. But the way the, the corporate mindset right now is it's just, yeah, you can do it yourself, but bigger corporations are always going to try and eat you up. And if you try and work for a corporation, they're only going to use you until they're like, okay, we can hire, like, five more people instead of just having you do the job despite going to do the job right. That's just how I look at it. Because even my job is like, you know, right now I'm holding it down, but eventually they can just be like, well, we've got six people that are going to replace you. So wish you good luck no, in the you future already know,
4: You already know that company hires six people. To replace just one, if anything, they're mm-hmm. going to just cut you and have one person do your job and somebody and, and another one. I mean, yeah. that's that's how they do. And then plus they do that whole um, they try to hire people like this. Is the whole reason why they try to hire people part time and so they don't have to pay benefits. Yeah, exactly. Full time, then they have to pay out benefits. Exactly. Healthcare care and everything getting, else for one case. Why they contractors? Like yeah, you go into business but with yourself and stuff like that, like Bill was saying, but then you have to provide health care for yourself and how the government is running this whole health care thing into the ground now okay. it, it makes it that much harder. It's, that's that's the thing, like it's shit is just so ass backwards with uh, with our country. I don't, I, that's <laughs> that's politics right there. Let's that's going into politics. But like Beard said, going getting a trade is I, I get what he's saying. Like I, I do not disagree
1: with B. Oh yeah, I'm not disagreeing with him either. Yeah, it's Plus,
0: it's, it's think about it like this: it's much easier to find work, right? Because there's just that much more opportunity. You know, if you're in a very specialized field, it's uh, a lot more competitive and less opportunities. Uh, you know, when you look at if you're handy, if you're handy at all, even remotely handy, right? There's so many residential places you could sign. You could become a handyman for right, and it's bullshit work. You know, how many? How many like communities? You know, condos, whatever they, whatever wherever people live and they rent. The handyman they have, they usually just come in, do bullshit patchwork, just enough to to satiate the the tenants, and then you know stay billable. You know, and they do maybe three or four appointments a day, and then they just jerk off the rest of the day. It, you know, and they make good, decent money. If they get HVAC certified, they could do, you know, heating and cooling systems. That, that increases their marketability makes them get a little pay bump. You know, it's a good thing to fall back on. And then, you know, it's just easy work. You're not burnt out. You could do your little thing on the side, web design, graphic design, virtual assistant, whatever your other thing is, write a book, you know, it what Beard is saying is completely legit. Like you know, you have that f- that blue collar thing to fall back on. There's always steady work. You know, I'm a I'm a IT guy. I w- I got a computer science degree, and people are like, oh yeah, programming is the field to go into. Yeah, you think so? Mm-hmm. Compete with India, like oh yes, my friend, I do it for you. For I, I program that for you at uh, two dollars. Uh, make the very good program for you. Like. <laughs> That's it's not funny. But funny. that's the shit you got to deal with, you know? Like yeah, yeah, yeah go into programming. Yeah, and, yeah, the people that do really well with it get paid really well, but it's a freaking struggle for the rest of us. Yeah. Don't listen to bad advice from people that, that have unrealistic perspectives like, yeah, that's the that's the field to get into. Co- pro- coding is easy to learn and there's such a de- high demand for it. Do you not realize how high turnover the game studio jobs are? They'll hire a hundred people, then fire two hundred after the project is done.
2: <laughs> That's because places like Full Sail or the Art Institute are just cranking out cannon fodder. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep, yep. It was the same thing with IT when the dot com boom came about. Mm-hmm. Everybody was like, "Oh yeah, IT's the way to go." And you know, for a little while same they th- were throwing money at us. But now,
2: <laughs> same thing with uh, nursing jobs. Although those still haven't leveled out yet they still need those uh nursing jobs oh, yeah. i remember through through most of the early 2000s up to when i graduated they're like get a degree in advertising
0: <laughs> yep yeah you know tk's saying in here that it takes a while to get a foothold in uh the trade it's not as much as the, as the traditional college you know career man track uh, it's less of a struggle. You don't start off with the massive debt you do with college. College is a racket. I'm sorry. And this is, and I can say this as someone that taught at the college level. I taught adult students. Who of course, they were assholes because they because they were older than me that they knew better than me. yeah right, good luck. Fail, fail hard. Good luck with that. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Go out there and be somebody. So <laughs>
0: you know, it depends what you're. What excites you, what your goals are. But I get what you're saying, beard. Like have that trade skill to fall back on. Like it is a lot there are a lot of niche things that are harder to find work in, you gotta like really take your time to develop a Learn needs. to be a,
2: learn to be a butcher.
0: Yeah, that's a good one too.
2: That's true.
0: In a zombie apocalypse you'll be super useful, man.
4: Hey, as my brother said, there's two jobs that'll never go out of style and they'll always have work either work at a funeral home or a daycare.
2: <laughs> people are always
4: being born and people always die. That's
2: true. You never a lot of work. They'll have robots to do that eventually. <laughs> robots to give birth. Hmm. Yep. They've already made a mechanic. They're working on making a mechanical womb. I mean, yeah. But that'll make uh, make all the men useless in the world. No, really, because that would make all the women less no. bitchy.
1: You're, you're, you're thinking like, okay, look. All I know is once they figure out how to make synthetic sperm, they'll do that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that'd just be cloning. Yeah. Exactly. So finally, it all started with a sheet.
0: And on that note, it's about time to wrap it up. I know we wanted to get into <laughs> the page sex tape and the photos leaked. Yeah. Uh, exactly. I know War gave us an update that uh, WrestleTalk reported that uh, Xavier Woods was not, not going to be punished. They got treated as nothing has happened. Um, and that's not just one video, it's a series of videos and photos that were leaked. You know what, uh, I'm not going to lie, I was hoping that this would happen. Uh, um, Paige was, has been part of my fat bank for a while, and if it, can't, it finally happened, that's how I know there's a God. For, you know, pe- people that don't believe, you know, miracles happen every day.
2: <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I feel, I feel bad for everyone involved.
0: Oh
1: man! True.
2: I mean, because
0: me, I don't think Paige I mean, really it
2: regrets it
0: because she wanted out of the WWE anyway. I think she's pretty proud of what she's done. I mean, she should be. She's freaking smoking. Good lord! British accent <laughs> and her, and then she's got the sexy pasty white skin goth look going on. And um, God, and she got a booty. Jesus! And I'm, I'm you gonna...
4: over there having a Wednesday.
1: Is that the cat shaking, or is that you, Yogi?
0: That's my cat. <laughs> so I got a little, little bell on her because she's, she's a scoundrel. Blue's a little scoundrel, so I got to keep a bell on her so I know where she's at. Like, what do you I do?
1: mean, I'm, I'm just making sure because it's sounds like you right now. No,
0: no. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm a little excited, but, you know, I'm good. I'm good.
1: And on that note, Horseplay Live will be uh, back next week. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, like, good night, everybody. <laughs> for a wrestling fan, that's the little the last bit. Oh, yeah, and a little random thought. Um, you guys remember Ustream? stream? Anybody? Uh, Nobody. Uh,
2: don't. Did that fold yet?
0: No. Uh, it's now IBM Cloud Video. So IBM's throwing their hat into the streaming business. Should be oh interesting. Yes, IBM still.
2: A I took a look over at uh, Beam the other day, or earlier today, rather. Beam's okay. It has like a four second, five second latency, and that's about it.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's much lower. So.
2: Yeah. So you're looking at like direct contact to the streamer immediately. I thought you know, that was pretty cool I,
0: I think with far the streaming stuff goes and then we'll wrap up here that even though there's gonna be a lot of a lot of platforms I think it's gonna be supported because everyone's gonna be like well this isn't working let me try the other one out they're gonna just keep trying different platforms until they finally give up and land on one right um, so, so as long as there's,
2: be... as long as there's viewers there as long as there's people there to be Jeez. to be entertained then It'll be a viable platform,
4: but oh, my question is this: Can you still stream on your Xbox One to Twitch, or did they just replace that with Beam automatically?
1: Well, I Twitch is still use... on Xbox One. Um, Beam is just probably more integrated into the actual natural um, platform, so to speak.
2: Oh man, if they if they decided to take streaming directly to Twitch out of that, that would hurt. Mm-hmm. Oh, PlayStation
1: yeah. would get another foothold.
2: Mm. Yeah, that'll be the dumbest thing that, because
4: you know everybody know like you got the main platform for streaming is Twitch, so like that's like saying like you're gonna stop posting videos on YouTube and you're gonna start using um Daily Motion like no one knows <laughs> <of> Daily Motion. <laughs> daily Motion.
0: Wow, yeah, I still have a page on there. VidMe,
2: Vidme's on the way a... up. If YouTube keeps pulling around. If YouTube keeps pulling their fuckery. You're gonna see those other guys start picking up big. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, yeah, you're right. But it takes YouTube continuing to fuck up if they get that. Once they start lo- losing content creators, and they'll they'll turn their shit around real because they'll be losing money. You know Come how on. Google is.
1: You know everybody wants that golden play button.
4: Oh yeah, I do too. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie.
0: Word, but folks, we gotta wrap it up. Let's uh, get a go, th- go quick through everyone and see where we can connect with folks. And I'm not
2: even making sense. That's okay. I had a little bit of drink.
0: Beard and Hat, where, when you're not doing the podcast, where, where can we find you?
2: You can find me on Twitter, at Beard and Hat. Twitch, beard underscore and underscore hat. I made a Beam account. I don't know if I'll stream there or not. But, again, Beard and Hat. Just look for Beard and Hat. You'll find me or someone with a beard and a hat on. You know the uh, the amount of Walmart ads
1: that are going to come up because of that?
4: I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fedora and
2: glasses with
4: beard.
2: Sure I should buy some pretty porn. sweet-ass sunglasses.
0: You're sure yeah. a lot of porn will come up, too.
2: <laughs> tuka, Dude, where
0: can we man. find you, man?
4: You can find me at Tuka on YouTube. I'm about to start posting on there pretty soon. But mainly on... Um, You'll find me on Xbox Live at tuka 44 playing... Anything and everything, just me a invite and I'll probably play with you. And if I have the game,
0: word. How about you, War
1: Child? Uh, well, like always, WarChildGames You could find me also at Twitch on War Ch- at warchildgames.com. dot com. Got I'm sorry, Twitter, Twitter at uh, warchildgames.com. dot <laughs> com. Oh, like, wait, a minute, Some do right. What? <laughs> you can find me on Twitch. Uh, Warchild MKIV. Actually, there is Warchild Games uh, Twitch as well. Plus, there is the Warbound Radio Twitch. You know, I am trying to that used to be my personal one. Warchild Mark four, but basically anything Warchild Games, uh, and Warbound Radio, and again Warchild Games at gmail.com. dot com. Anything Warchild Game, you
0: know. Oh, and you know what? I forgot to mention. As we didn't get to our deals with cheap ass, real quick. Quake Champions Beta Sign ups going on So go over to net, Sign up there Um Mass Effect 2 Still free On EA and Origin On the house And on the Humble Bundle They have the Humble audiobook bundle For the Doctor Who Uh Story audiobook So it's Freaking A lot of good shit Right now uh, Just wanna make sure I mention that And of course I'm YogiZilla Everywhere Easy to find On Xbox Live Twitter Twitch Skype I don't know
4: one more game for what Cheap Bassett. What, what's that? Xbox Live Games with Go, Final Fantasy, $15, 35
0: Oh, yeah, I saw that. That's been going down. All, like, they've been putting down a sale constantly, so I think it's going to drop some more. That's a good price, though. That's a good price. And on that note, I think that was it. Next week, we'll come back and uh, revisit the Unicorn Poopies, finally. We have had a lot of news and a lot of roundtable discussions, so hope, we'll, hope we hope you'll join us. And uh thanks to the chat for joining us For some good conversation Hope to see you next week And don't forget to join us on Discord So you can be uh part of the ongoing conversation And uh, hang out with us you No, know hey, we need to get Sandwich Goddess in here She's, she's cool, she's fun uh, to hang out with Oh, awesome
1: I, I got one more location you can find me oh, What's that? In the war ride Oh my lord that
2: sounds so- Wait, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that sounds so dirty to me That's
0: dirty <laughs> I <laughs> got a war ride. I got a war ride. Mm. Yes. <laughs> Hashtag war ride. Hashtag snuffle up against what? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it,
1: it, 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 I don't know, bird. I don't know, bird.
0: Bye, guys.
4: Peace. <laughs> I'm outside. Not too easy. Stop the cat, not
3: Ah.